Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alvin. Happy birthday to you. Come here, I want to tell you something really quick. We could not debate how to open the show, whether it should be Joe Biden singing happy birthday to Martin Luther King III's wife, Andre, who he called Hillary. <laughs> he forgot her name, obviously. And then there was Will Compton's incredible fart, which was on TikTok, I believe. I think he posted that on Instagram. Wow. That's the former NFL linebacker who's become like an influencer, and he farts on, uh, on social media, so he, I like him. That was a... One hell of a fart. Wow. And um, and here we are on Monday. As uh, yesterday, we celebrated the Martin Luther King holiday. And by the way, stop bitching about us taking holidays or anything or what day is the actual holiday. Or this is my favorite. Oh, you guys are really ripping off your advertisers. Oh, like you care about our advertisers. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> you just pissed there's no show, which is good, actually. <laughs> right. People aren't upset there isn't a show, then... Yeah. That, would be, that would be very sad. Yes, it would be. So here we are, and the show is uh, from the dealsinthed.com studios, of course, and presented by Hall Financial. And maybe you're looking at big credit card bills right now and horrific interest rates. If you own a home, you could get a cash-out refi from Hall Financial to pay off that high-interest debt and move forward. A free five-minute mortgage review with Hall Financial is all it takes to get you and your family in a better position this holiday season, if or post-holiday season, if you so desire. Get the money you need with a cash-out refi from Hall Financial. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at Call Hall first. And we have another advertiser I'm really excited about. We don't have copy yet, but uh, Ghost Budsters yeah. is uh, going to join the show. And I've given Brandon a sample of their high-quality, whoever dreamed we would have an advertiser that produced high-quality pot. Drew, you had tweeted this out on Friday, Friday, I believe, and everybody gave you crap because I think your phone auto-corrected. It did auto-correct it. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters. I know. Fuck. But this is Ghost Budsters, and you gave me this sample here, and it's four little nugs. And Trudy, look at this. It's white and purple. Oh, nice. You want a sample, oh, Trudy? Pretty. Yeah, I'll take a sample. Okay, got a sample for you. Uh, Eli, I'm sure want a sample. Can Mark, I, um, if you want a sample, you're welcome one. Can I smell the aroma? Yeah, don't take any. See if I can. It smells, <laughs> don't take smells really good. Just get a whiff of the boutique. But um, this is a small company that makes high quality weed. It's not for people mm. looking for a cheap, you know. A cheap couple <laughs> joints or something. You know, we're going to have some... Uh, D- dirty pot with seeds and yeah, stuff? It's, it's nothing where you're going to go, Who am I high? I'm burning. <laughs> we should bake the like studio that. out. No, it's yeah. nice. Let's try it. It's, it's Ghost nice. Bud Stirs. Great name. And we'll tell you all about where you can get it. And they're, they're a little operation, homegrown, five guys, actually a pipe fitter, electrician, a bunch of friends who pooled their resources. It's a long story. I heard the whole thing with uh, Brandon. Actually, Brandon is one of their original five guys and I met him for lunch with Mike Broadwell and we had a great chat and I got the ghost budsters for these samples and I think people are going to be pretty impressed so ghost budsters <laughs> <Something strange. laughs> of course 
Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters! It's something weird And it don't look Smoke a bowl Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! Yeah! Does it um, make listening to the show um, uh, 100% better? It depends on if you're inclined to Guaranteed. Uh, But makes everything better. It generally does. I mean, the people that like pot, I think that that is the case. It makes everything better. And um, is Eli on the Zoom? Because uh, there's just... Been laughing at your uh, promotion. Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) Dr. Yaldo presents... See my way and Eli Zarin Productions. I do I a little fates warning. 20966 boner if you'd a like to. What? I don't know. What it was a request that? from Boy, the boner really line. Scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Go ahead and give us any requests for Eli opens. <gasps> the door. Wow, what a weekend of football. It's not even over yet, because it's a Monday night yeah. playoff game. Right. Have you ever been Monday night playoffs before, nope. Eli? No? Uh, don't remember if we've had Monday night playoffs or not before, but I've really enjoyed the show so far. Uh, in fact, in fact, you've done you've, you've done all your hits so far, except for making fun of Trudy for how little she knows about sports. But I guess that what? I guess that comes up now. <laughs> but but seriously, Ghostbusters need to know, I know that they wow. that they can, that they cannot get that type of publicity anywhere else on radio and television, where the hosts of the show will talk about their product extemporaneously without you know uh, without having to even uh, uh, pay for it Eli, at this point look but, at this what? it's white look and purple look at this Ooh. bud Ooh. it's a very tough business you know that because because the big names get into it a lot of a lot of yep. private growers who who are really great at it are just going to get nosed out so yes uh, i'd like to sample it and if so <laughs> Give my full endorsement. <laughs> after all, after all, it's only been fifty-four years that I've indulged in this uh, particular uh, uh, plant, and uh, I still like it as much as I did the first day I was a freshman at Michigan and, and saw it back in nineteen sixty-four. Well, I got to tell you, I've learned. That a- is nice. That is nice. I learned a lot about what's going on in the industry at my um, my meeting, and I didn't realize a lot of people are going out of business. And these yeah. guys are small, and they've stayed small, and they're they're trying to expand, and they're really hoping. That somebody, I guess, said, "Wouldn't that be a good place to advertise Ghostbusters?" The drone oh, mic yes. yeah. So yes. so there you go. And um, it is tricky though. I, it seems like it'd be so easy to be in the weed business. It just seems like there's no way you could lose. But everyone's well, in it though. Not the case. That's that's yeah. the problem. Everybody is in it. There's a, there's a lot of tax, and there's also a lot of. Um, Regulations, uh, you know, black, black market stuff. Yeah. I, I don't buy mine from the uh, uh, dispensary. <laughs> I get it from my grower. I got a personal oh. grower. Oh, what's what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, but, but whatever. What I, team I did he play for? Luck. I, I wish him luck. And uh, yeah, which NBA uh, team is he on? <laughs> Boy, the athletes sure have dominated the weed market, haven't they? Yeah. Isn't, that par- isn't that part of it too? When you know a big name gets affiliated with it, it pushes out little little you know growers. What? From what I've read, athletes throwing big money at the weed business not always a guarantee. Oh, it can, it can work oh. out not so well because uh-huh. you know. They have to hire the right amount of people, and they can't over. It's not a guarantee. Like I said, that's why Ghostbusters, they've been around for a long time, and it's a real tight group. And these guys, the owners, are actually out there working on the product in the garden. So That's important. I think you can. I think, well, I'm curious to hear uh, what Brandon says and what Eli says and what Trudy says about the samples we have. I think you'll be very I, did, impressed. 
didn't um, uh, the pot business in California help lift John Sally, our good friend, out of a very tough financial situation? Yes. You got Cal- isn't Calvin Johnson into it? So yeah, yeah. if yep. you can bring a little Mike Tyson, if you can bring a little celebrity to it, pretty soon uh, Brady will be in it after he loses the rest of his money on and Sam Bankman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any shortage of, uh, of, I mean, I don't think there's any need for people to promote weed. Um, so I don't think having those names necessarily makes more people smoke weed, but it, it is a chance for them to have a career doing something else. But let's, let's talk about the people who are creating their weed careers by playing football now. Man, you know, I've, it's almost you kind of see what's going to happen or think what's going to happen when football is gone. It's just dominating the landscape. Five games, 20 hours of football the last two days. And it's very entertaining. And, it and is. It's funny because, you know, a good friend of the podcast, um, Sean Windsor, wrote a little article the other day basically saying, uh, you know, thank, thank the Lions for breaking the cycle of suckitude, it said, because after this football season is over, you got the Pistons vying for the number one draft pick. Ugh. The Wings are still a year or two away from making even the playoffs. And the Tigers are in the, you know, I think their rebuild began back in the Bush administration, <laughs> and it's still going on. Yeah. And so what do we have? And, and, and although I do think some of this lion uh, excitement or, or uh, you know, reverence needs to back off a little bit. I mean, where people oh, are just... Boy. In fact, what was the headline that Jeff Seidel article? Dag Nabbit, I wish this Detroit's Lions season wouldn't end because it was just so much fun. Well, in Mitch Album's mind, it's, it hasn't ended yet, right? Didn't he say that they're still playing? That was the headline. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that meant. I didn't read the article. Uh-huh. But uh, great game. Uh, is that the first uh, use of Dag Nabbit in a headline in possibly... <laughs> 50 it's years? been a while. Yeah, I think it goes further back than Party Hardy, which <laughs> the Dahmer character was If I was, was Seidel, I, w- I would tweet all my followers and say, the headline writer writes that. I haven't said yeah, Dag Nabbit since exactly. I watched a Bugs Bunny cartoon. No, I think my dad used to say that. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Anyway, uh, when he wanted to say, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> the, the last game last night, on Sunday night at least, um, was when the Ravens... Um, uh, it almost came back to beat the Bengals. It was 17-17. And you know what I feel about hometown announcers? They just, they drive me crazy. I understand why the fans, you know, you're, you're rooting, you're cheering. We make we made fun of Matt Shepard for a couple of years when he first started. I do it all the time. But this one, last night, on that fumble at the one-yard line by Tyler Huntley, who's filling in for Lamar Jackson, fumbled, and they went 98 yards. Listen to the hometown uh, Cincinnati announcers, Dan Horde and former Bengal Dave Latham, as Sam, what's his name, was running down the field, Sam Hubbard, with this winning fumble. Play it, Brandon. Third down and goal from the one. Huntley no. sticks the ball out. The Bengals have <laughs> the ball. Baby. They are running it back. <laughs> Sam Hubbard with blockers behind him. Hubbard to the Ravens, 40, nice. the 30, nice. the 20, yeah. the 10, the <laughs> 5. Touchdown, <laughs> Bengals. <laughs> I want to call awesome. it every game. Oh, That's wow. Great, yeah. Well, no, they are. The only people hearing them are Cincinnati people, though, right? Yeah. Isn't that the hometown? Right. Yeah, right. so right. whatever. That's good. Yeah, well, That's sure. okay. Yeah, that's, 
Right. Th- th- that would never happen on a national telecast, obviously. So Tariko had a good call, though, because Tariko, you know, Tariko will get yeah, excited like Gus Johnson. I think, you know, the Cincinnati kid, because Hubbard's from Cincinnati, went to Ohio right. State, um, which, you know, would pale in comparison to, say, what Al Michaels and Tony Dungy Oh, they got beat up on their <laughs> were, game. I got to tell you, they were fucking terrible. And People I, were so angry. I, I, all apologies to Tom Asway, but Al Michaels is just not good, but he's been propped up by oh, Collinsworth. Hates, and Tom he, hates Al Michaels, so that's fine. No, but Al Michaels used to be really good, and now I think he's just propped up by Collinsworth and Peter, by the way, just so for the record, this is Al Michaels. That was a totally farcical call. I think he's phoning it in, isn't he? <laughs> oh, have you ever he watched him on the Thursday night game on yeah. Amazon? He's totally phoning that in. Yeah. I, I don't think he thinks anybody watches and it nobody turns does out watch Amazon. nobody has been watching Amazon <laughs> this year. So I think maybe he's justified in just acting bored for those games. Well, let's get back to the games because there are a lot to yeah. lot to cover here. Where, was that good well, football or not? This weekend. Uh, Exciting. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought some of it was great. I fell asleep before um, uh, Trevor Lawrence brought the uh, Jaguars back. <laughs> but, you know, there's so much scoring now that it's like everything has changed in, in, in all the sports. I think they've encouraged sport of scoring to make it more visual for the fans. Like mm-hmm. in basketball, there's a 50 point score every night now. You know, back when the bad boys won and even the two, 2004 team, you know, the games are 88 to 84. 93 to 89. Now there's now there's scoring 50, 60, 70 points because fans like it and but, the networks like it. But in a way, isn't that a good thing? Because kind of like in college football, it's always this team can come back just by the nature of the rules and how that game is played. And that's kind of where the NFL's at now that, yeah, hey, you got to be able to move the ball. Any team can come back now. But what I didn't mean about it was very entertaining football, but a lot of sloppy football. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, is fun. Uh, which is supposed to kind of happen in the playoffs when you're supposed to play a lot of defense and force fumbles True. And, yeah. and break up passes and make it look like everybody's incompetent, whereas it's just really great defense. But they don't like that anymore. You don't have any nine to six games no. like when the Lions would play the Vikings back in the you know 60s and 70s. But very entertaining, no doubt. Uh, uh, so to see the, the Jags come back from 27 nothing down to beat uh, the Chargers was exciting. The yes. Dolphins... And in fact, we should we should have a weekly a clock mismanagement thing, that, you know, because Drew always notices <laughs> when people fuck up with the clock, and it. nobody's did it worse than the Dolphins, where on fourth and one with oh. two twenty eight to go, or their own forty eight, they get called for delay of game. And the excuse oh, that the coach geez. Mike McDaniel made was that he thought that the previous play was good for a first down. Mm. It wasn't, and he didn't have a play ready. Uh, John Harbaugh. I mean, maybe it runs in the family. It does he, seem to run. He, the he didn't have way. very good clock management at the end of that game last night either. I think they had two timeouts by the end of it too. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, People want to save their timeouts forever. They want to leave the game with timeouts. They must get bonuses for timeouts saved. That's so weird. Doesn't seem like that. I mean, it's it nobody wants to call them, and the, I think it works better to leave more time on the clock than yeah. less because then there could be an incompletion or a penalty. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you definitely, unless you're the victorious team and you have a lead, you you ought to use all your timeouts. I agree. The um, Giants game was great. You know, I'm I'm, I'm watching that because I grew up as a Giants fan. Okay, I grew up in the East Coast, and I like the and, and I like the Giants. They hadn't won a playoff game since 2012 in the famous game where they beat Brady with those couple of catches at the end there. It seems really recent for some reason compared to the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> 2012. Everything is. Because you're getting old. That's right. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, I'm excited to see the uh, the uh, the Giants move on. They're going to play the Eagles next week. It should be a great game. Oh yeah, the Jags and the Chiefs. The Bills almost blew it, obviously, to the Dolphins. And by the way, so when Cincinnati goes to Buffalo next weekend, you know that Demar Hamlin is going to attend the game, and that's going to be a big story. We just want to really leave that alone because it's it's been overplayed. But that's going to yeah. be a huge. I don't think they'll make a big deal out of it. They'll probably just mention him once in passing. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And they're gonna they're, yeah. they're gonna go to the the, the boxes and every time the Bills do something well and show him cheering with his family and then somebody will make a gratuitous comment in the play by play team about how great it is to see him back and how wonderful it was for for you know to, to Hamlin didn't like that play <laughs> Let's put him in the booth uh, have him call the game from the booth so him play put him on the field play. yeah when the game's decided put him on the field just to fire up the fans well one of the bills uh cornerbacks made an interception and they were like that's one of damar hamlin's best friends he went to college with them i'm sitting there going why don't you tell us his fucking name he made the play considering nobody out of buffalo or pittsburgh had ever heard of damar hamlin no. until he until he almost died no. but uh but in any case uh it's hey. so great to see that he's you know who, back home and everything's going to be great. You know, had a great game was uh, Hawkinson had like 129 yards, I think 10 catches, although the last one was not a good choice. Uh, that's because they that's because they covered uh, uh, um, what's his Jamar name? Jefferson. Uh, yeah, Jamar, I, I heard Jamar, cousins talking about Justin that because they, they had one deep and I'm sitting there going. I would still rather throw it for a first down up to him, up yeah. to Jefferson with two guys. Then complete him. a four-yard pass. We need eight to stay yeah, in the game. Yeah, that seemed like a Lions play. You need eight yards, so you yeah. throw it three yards. Joey Harrington play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, were you guys happy to see the Vikings lose? I think the Vikings aren't very liked in this town. Well, nor, no. But- I was happy to see them lose because I felt like they were a fraud all year. I just didn't think they were as good as what they were. You know, um, yeah. We guys, I guess I'm surprised how much Jones runs the ball. Now, he's good. He's a good runner. But why does Barkley get nine carries and Jones gets it 17 times? Now, I realize they won the game, but isn't it strange that you would let your quarterback run the ball that much? Well, only in the fact that he can and that they don't expect him to. Barkley's not the obvious choice, and so they fake to Barkley or, or you know do, do some type of bootleg or something. But uh, Jones is a very controversial draft pick a few mm. years ago. And now he's the he's really coming he's into good. his own. He's the first in playoff history to throw for 300, two touchdowns, and rush for for, for 70 yards. So, uh, good draft. Yeah, hell of a game. It's it's just so funny because the NFL. Every time you think you might know something about it, it changes. Because look at these quarterbacks. You have Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, Brock Purdy, something called Skylar Thompson, yeah. and uh, Huntley last night. It's like who who are these guys? I mean, it's and just, they almost led their teams to victory. I know. It just shows that the quarterback isn't that important. I mean, of course <gasps> you have to have a quarterback. Oh, it's Whoa. the most important Ooh, thing. It's just that. they're all just pretty much the same. They're all well, so Well, then why did the some of the the worst quarterbacks in the league get to quarterback their teams in the playoffs? Because I just don't think there's that much separation between you, you have like five guys that are really phenomenal and great and then everybody else. Dolphins and the good were, teams are smart enough to have backup quarterbacks. So apparently there's, there's more than 30, just 32 guys in America that can – lead a team but drew i don't disagree with you because when you have a great one especially when the team is built around him it's very hard to replace him and that's what the story in baltimore is because lamar jackson obviously in baltimore are on the outs that's Mm -hmm. over Mm -hmm. and 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 the team is built around him so you got to have a guy that that knows that system or can play that way otherwise what are you going to do well it looks like they did last night oh god they struggle to score so much it's like they never have a play over eight yards it seems like doesn't it yeah, Huntley. Yeah. Well, yeah, he scrambled. 
I don't know. He had that one crazy play where he ran way outside and just chucked it up. Yeah, like no, the he, biggest game I mean, of the night, which is talented. all talented. It just, I, I just really watching that offense is just feels like work to me. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> uh, I was watching Josh Allen is just crazy. I mean, I crazy drives, shit happens I, every drive. Josh Allen can throw the ball eighty yards at like laying down without even thinking about it. No, and he strength. turns the ball over in three straight possessions and they still win the I game because <laughs> they're going against Skyler Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Um, is he too crazy to win a Super Bowl? Because I feel like he isn't, but he is pretty crazy. No, I, I, I think he's good enough to win a Super Bowl. I'd, mm. I'd love to see the bill, the Bills make it in. Can we can we switch the the topic to the potential next coach of the Broncos, Jim Harbaugh? I think he's just sitting back, waiting to see how that plays out. He's one of seven or eight, but um, you know, apparently he's going to stay at Michigan, which is which is which is good. But you know what? What fascinates me is, and I've been in this business a long time. When I started in 1974, there was no free agency, and there was one football game a weekend. Because the owners, meaning the, the college presidents, the NCAA, and the and the football owners, uh, and and all the pro sports owners owned the players basically, and now it is so completely changed that here you see Blake Corum decides to stay at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh then starts to look for jobs. Does Blake Corum say, "Gee, I I I decided to come back, and and now my coach is going to leave"? He goes, "No, I wish him well. They all wish each other well, and I'm making a ton of money anyway." I might make more money than Jim Harbaugh. Maybe so. They're all on the move all the time. And it's kind of a little, you know, thing amongst the players and coaches. You do the best you can and nobody ever criticizes you for, for, for making yourself uh, or putting yourself in a, in a better situation. We said in the Citrus Bowl, Purdue loses to Michigan in the Big Ten Championship. The next day, the coach, within a week, the coach and the quarterback both decide we're not coming back. The coach goes to Louisville, Brome, mm-hmm. and then Aiden Aiden O'Connell, you know, uh, declares you know for the NFL draft. Nobody nobody says a word about. It. Of course, they lose sixty three to seven to LSU, but it's just I, okay. It works. I don't understand why there are long contracts. What is the point if you can just leave immediately? Um, there's, I mean, those long contracts mean nothing. I don't understand why the teams can't just say, you know what, you suck. We're not paying the rest of your contract. Bye. Well, because they can do it to you. That's not necessarily true because when you do when you have a contract, you do have to stay. Coaches are different. Coach, coaches are allowed to do that, but players players can't can do it. The, Why can coaches do it? I don't know, but they can because that's just the way the system works. I, 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 that, that's what they allowed them because you know they're kind of. It just management. seems silly to have your coach every year looking for a job I, I, because I these know. entities <laughs> can afford multi million dollar buyouts. I mean, that's really and they. They just right. buy well, you should just make the buyout so big that it's not attractive. I mean, for a shorter deal. Why have a 10-year contract with people if they can just leave the second year? What's the point? Well, yeah. they're going to just do something. I mean, except for coaches, they, they generally let them go, or they sometimes they get compensation. But with players, like in baseball, why give a 13-year contract to a guy who's 31 <laughs> years old? No. They do it so they can avoid the luxury tax. They spread it out yep. because otherwise they got to pay double or, or triple on it if they if they if they front load it. And so that's why you get these ridiculous deals, including Cabrera, who hasn't been able to play for the last. Well, that's a real deal, though. That's not, I mean that he actually is playing out that entire deal, which is such a joke. I don't even know why they why they put him in the lineup. To be honest, at this point, it just seemed ridiculous. Well, actually, they may not have anybody better, which is the sad, which is the sad thing. But do you think Cabrera is mad that they're moving in the wall now? <laughs> I mean, uh, think about maybe, it. He probably could know. add another what eighty home runs. Maybe I don't know about that many. 
Well, that I mean, look at all the warning track ones yeah. he had. I mean, for a while there, he had a stretch where every hit was a warning track homer, and it just fell short. Not to straightaway yeah. center. But there, Center's the only fence they're moving in. They're moving the fence down, aren't they? They're, they're lowering the They are, but I think they're moving it in down. and down. They're moving it, it 20 both. feet in and a, yeah. about a foot and a half lower around the ballpark. And I did see somebody... Oh, the whole ball... Every every fence is moving in? Mainly in center and, and I no, think center. right center, right? Yeah. Yeah, because the lines are kind of okay. The lines are, I think, 345, yeah, which, is a, which is an outrageous... But, no. but I did see somebody put together... Uh, I think they said there were been 10 extra home runs. Only 10, but that's still 10 extra home runs in Comerica right. last year had they had the new He should dimensions. sue them. <laughs> It was it, it was stupid from the beginning to make it that big. Yeah. It was ridiculous. No, it, it was ridiculous. The was scoreboard dumb. was blocked. I mean that that who, what the fuck? Remember the scoreboard that was blocked by the upper deck yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Oh yeah, what yeah. The right. Fuck? <laughs> it and, was and, ridiculous. And it, was, it was so and the, the whole field is so spread out. It's just so spread out, and the lower deck is too big. So of course, Tiger Stadium was very different. And the day that Comerica opened. I don't know if tell the story. Gibby and I are doing an interview with Mike Illich. Now, Gibby did it with, with Illich, and, and I listened. And so Gibby said, you know, why did you build it this way? And he said, well, we did a survey at Tiger Stadium. that people like sitting in the lower deck, so we made it big. They made it so big that that's so far away from the field that it's it's really not. I don't think it's an enjoyable experience. It's too far away. I question that survey because people love those upper deck seats that were real close to the field yeah. in yeah, Tiger Stadium. People love those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was sad to see another flashback, if I can, of the way sports were back in the uh, day that it really mattered. And I was young and, and, and had full of <laughs> oh, vigor. Oh, those excitement. were crazy times. Anyway, had a huge when I, got hired, I got hired at Riff in November 1978. Oh, man. The first, big event, the, first, the first big event was to cover the Rose Bowl that January, about a month later. And that was the famous Rose Bowl where Charles White, who died this week of cancer at 64, sadly enough, Charles White died, that he fumbled at the three-yard line. Ron Sipkins hit him. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and and they ruled. The first guy said it's a change of possession. The, the line, And then the line judge wrote, ran in and said, no, it's a touchdown. Of course, he fumbled the ball. And the replay showed the fumble. It wasn't even it close. It showed it. But. That's back when I would scream and say, all of America knows what happened except the fucking zebras that are there to call it. Something's got to be done with replay. And, and it was like that until I, whenever it was instituted as part of the action. But y- y- you couldn't let the world know what happened except for the people on the field. That's why you had to have it. But back then, that was an example of a, of a crushing defeat. I think 17 they, to 10, a crushing defeat that day. And it shouldn't have happened. I think it really bothered the university because I remember as a kid going to Chrysler and and before they redid it, and it was those dark corridors, and they would have those display cases every so right. often. They had one with a giant poster blown up with the ball <laughs> circled of Charles White. I'm like, what's that about? Because you know, I was young when it happened. It's like, yeah, that that was the phantom touchdown. What is it with Michigan and bowl games? I mean, doesn't seem like Michigan has a history, a pretty consistent history of struggling in bowl games. Absolutely, sure. isn't, isn't Harbaugh zero for six? And Bo Schembechler didn't win one for mm-hmm. the first twenty, twelve years he was there. Wow. He lost five or six or seven in a row before he finally beat Washington in nineteen eighty one behind yeah. Butch Wolfolk. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we uh, we have a um, an Alabama basketball player who's up for capital murder. And what is that all about? I know. And they perp walked him and he said, I love you more than you can imagine to somebody, which I thought, well, that's weird. Shoot somebody. I mean, it was apparently a scrap on the strip and they drive away and they shoot at each other's cars and a passenger female was killed in the other car. 
And I'm reading about him this morning. I don't know if you guys saw this, but something was going on with him December 28th because they said that uh, uh, he's off. He's not staying on the bench due to personal matter, and we're supporting him as best we can in this difficult time. And I'm like, what? They said he had an ankle and injury. And then they ruled him out. Uh, yeah. This is not the ankle injury. Yeah. This is something else. And, um, and in the same story, um, it wasn't the same story, actually. This I was reading about know, two or three days ago. I read a story about the NIL and how so many college athletes are buying guns because they suddenly have a lot of money. Must. And so what do they want more than an expensive gun? And they mentioned that this really isn't that big a deal because the NBA players and the NFL players, they all own guns, too. Everybody owns guns now. Well, it's very, guns are very guns. popular. Guns are very popular with athletes. Very. Did you hear the great news? Mozzie, Mozzie Smith can start his college career on probation with his gun. Broker. All he's got to do is 40 hours of community service and it'll be wiped clean. Yeah. So, by the way, in that story, you- they said his request for uh, whatever it was, concealed weapon, was not on file. Hmm. Mm. Well, no, well, all I've heard file. is that, oh, he's already applied oh, for it. He just didn't have it yet. Oh, said it wasn't on file until after this happened. Well, yeah, wasn't that why? Wasn't that part of the problem? No, they said all along. They said he filed it. It just hadn't been completed, or it hadn't been gotten back to him yet. Which became a bang. Just why right. so many people supported him. Yeah, people said, right. "Well, he already filed the so. thing, so it's not his fault." Hmm. But anyway, uh, I think we're gonna hear a lot more about college athletes and guns. That's my prediction based on. <laughs> Uh, because what what they were trying to say was that the NIL has put a lot of money in college athletes' hands, and a lot of them want a really nice gun. Like, Jeez, like anybody. Kidding me. They uh, want a really nice gun. Yeah. Well, not a house, not a car, you read, you not read jewelry, about, just a it's nice their money. gun. Have you read about the – no, it's legal, too. Have you read about the <laughs> NFL and guns? I mean, there's an incredible amount of players. I think it's 85% that carry weapons. Yeah. Yeah. It was stunning. I guess I did the story. Didn't we talk about that, didn't yeah. we? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. actually mind-blowing. And the suggestion was that, well, a lot of people want to take us down, which I don't agree with. Well, first off, you're in the facility like 90% of your time. So when is someone going to take you down? Well, you're not supposed to have it in the facility, but I guess. You know, if, if you carry it to protect yourself, like you're going to get ripped off on the street. If you have the gun and you kill the guy who's going to who's going to you know, rob from you, you're going to get, you know, you're going to be in, in hot water anyway. I just give him the wallet, give him the jewelry and live. But I guess I no I, good guy with a gun me. beats a bad guy with a gun. I'd kill you if I had my gun. Well, I mean, it works out well. Plaxico Burris did, did really well with his gun, right? <laughs> How did that work out for him? Wow. Uh, yeah, that was not, a couple other things. Now, I'm glad to see, you know, we, we talked about technology replay. All 30 AAA ballparks this year will use an electronic strike zone. Good. Hmm. Half, Interesting. Half of them will use it for all calls. The other half, this 30 what? AAA team, will have three challenges per game, oh, and they're going to see. Just, what? Yeah, is that ridiculous? Just no. use it for every fucking Good every God. Pitch. These games are going to go like on tennis. forever. Like the Bills-Dolphins game. That game, it's still going. I swear it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> like they do that in tennis where, where they'll, you can, you can challenge and they see whether it hit the line. The difference is they don't really know that in tennis. Whereas in baseball, you know it cause you got the Fox box on, mm-hmm. on the television. So the challenge is, is a, is a slam dunk you'd think. But then again, how did Roman Wilson get that touchdown tonight? When we all saw, when we all saw the replay. Thanks for, thanks for bringing that up. You know, a yeah, lot of, a lot of those pitches though, that are so close that you could call, 
a ball or a strike, a lot of them, I feel like, you know, he should have swung at that. Did he really know that was one centimeter outside the strike zone? Really? Right. And, and also, they say that the, 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 the strike zone isn't perfect because, you know, the height of the batter, you know, no, no, because of the angle it can be or, you know. They don't the, call the it a high the strike. Batter. If they have an electronic strike zone, guys are going to be striking out. That ball's over my head when it's at their, that's supposed to be at their chest. That's a strike. Technically, yeah, but, right. Because you, sometimes you crouch more, you stand up a little bit when the pitch is coming. It's it's uh, it's weird, but we'll see. It's, it's got to be better. It's got to be better than the way it is. Yep. Because 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 we realize they. I don't know what percentage they. I think they brag they get eighty five percent of the calls right. That means that fifteen percent of the time is <laughs> still wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> but and, and you know the difference between a one and two count and a two and one count. You played baseball. Yeah. It's huge. It's like three hundred points in batting average. There's no crying in baseball. And again, I, I just. I, I can't get over it. The Sotheby's going to have an auction and sell a Kobe Bryant jersey for mm. between five and seven million dollars. They're predicting this is one that apparently he. Kobe. he had a That's a good investment. You think so? No, Maybe so. no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> so, I really so, don't. Allegedly, he he popped the jersey after hitting a three pointer in, in 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 the playoffs. I don't even know what popping his jersey means, but that image. That, that Sotheby says can be seen on murals, and so therefore it makes this jersey more valuable. Kobe. I don't get it. I don't get it. Five million dollars for a piece of cloth, but hey. <laughs> yeah, you're so jaded. I know. Well, the Mag- that that home run ball that somebody paid three million for for Mark McGuire, I, they said it's worth like a million now. So I, really? I don't think these. Things, well, what about the guy? Charlie co- Sheen bought all that yeah. shit, and he couldn't sell it for nearly what he paid for it. What about the guy that um, caught uh, Aaron Judge's home run and held on to it and turned down the three? Yeah, million he lost. Deal? Yeah, he lost five million. million. Five million. Yeah. If you don't sell it the second, it happens to some idiot who's right. so excited yeah, in, the, in the moment. Yeah, <laughs> in the moment. Present exactly. bias. It's, it's yeah. all about the emotion. <laughs> and 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 the last thing I have to say, you know that I I kind of lean Democratic, but this woke shit is driving me crazy. And I saw the worst of all this week. University of Southern California School of Social Work will no longer use the word field. (laughs) Well, no longer use the word field, (laughs) F-I-E-L-D, because it has connotations to descendants of slavery and and immigration and immigrant workers. It's so stupid. It's like you can't call. Remember the NBA can't you can't call the owners owners. Because well, right. it suggests they own the players, and the players are slaves. You get rid that's of, true. You I'm not rid kidding. Of, uh, farm system too, right? I mean, that's did they you work on a it's, farm? No, you have to now. I guess they're not going to be able to say the farm system anymore, right? It's and, so. And they're, they're going to replace the word for field of study. It's going to be now practicum. Practicum. Okay. Let's all get God, used to that, and it will be canceling people bullshit. for saying field. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. As if, right, as if we're too stupid to know that a field of study is different than a field that slaves worked in. I guess we're not smart enough to know that a word can have more than one meaning and be perfectly exactly. okay. Yeah, of course. No. Of course. Wow. Pretty dumb. I always like to end this with this on a happy segment. note. Angry. I, I, I <laughs> Amen. Angry. I appreciate it. Probably angry right now. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Dr. Yalla for just a moment. You know, no escaping technology. We use it every day. Computers, phones, apps, social media. But so many people with poor vision are dependent on old and ancient technologies that just aren't as good as using modern technology to use custom LASIK or lens replacement that'll let you throw that old technology away and see well up close and at a distance 
for the rest of your life. Why not do what hundreds of our happy podcast listeners have done? Get a free evaluation, then evaluate your desire to escape the annoyance of glasses, contacts, and readers for life. 800-398-EYES or yaldawisunder.com. Save 1500 on custom LASIK by simply mentioning this fine show. Hey, get out of here. I'm gone. Thanks, Eli. Stay off the weed. <laughs> Bye-bye. Wave goodbye. Um, Andy Dick was arrested. A million people tweeted this at me. This is a, a, some kind of a misunderstanding. I'm sure they'll straighten it out. <laughs> I, I don't believe he was drunk or that he didn't register as a sex offender. That's not believable. He might have he still is, been drunk from when we talked to him on, what, Tuesday? It was like the same day, I think. It was yeah, really it was pretty, pretty soon thereafter. No, I'm sure they'll work that all out. Like usual, <laughs> I don't know why there's so much... So much uh, mistaken police activity around Andy, but it's terrible, and we certainly wish him well as he straightens that out (laughs) and somehow stays out of jail. Um, Who is, is there anybody, I'm trying to think, is there someone we can compare Andy Dick to? I mean, he's been arrested like 40 times, it seems Hmm. like. Antonio Anybody Brown. Else? Antonio no, Brown. He never yeah. gets arrested, though. Antonio doesn't get arrested. Antonio Brown was able to maintain a career, too, after like a billion events. Uh, Andy's been out for a while, but. um, And then uh, also. This Britney Spears story was so funny. She had a meltdown at a restaurant. <laughs> and apparently it was so bad that the witnesses said she was speaking in gibberish. Uh-oh. She has been speaking in gibberish. For what was it? But ever but since she was, she's been freed. She was so mad because someone was filming her or taking her picture or both. And she put her menu over her face. The, the irony. She wouldn't. And irony in that a person who films themselves yeah all, all the, the time. time on Instagram yeah. and then gets upset because a stranger's filming him right and it's you think it's apparently not possible for her to get a good quiet table somewhere <laughs> I mean nobody else is able to do it in Los Angeles everyone else has the same problem so I guess she has that problem too I didn't even think really? about that that's so dumb <laughs> how stupid is that those people go out to eat all the time yeah well but, um, and then I went home and I flipped off Instagram and I danced and spun. Yeah, she went home and flipped the bird on Instagram. She's so cool. I know, she is. That's so edgy. She's so I mean, cool. I mean, for a 14-year-old. I mean, a 41-year-old. <laughs> oh, she's got to be mentally 14. I mean, if she's 14. Yeah. Isn't she right. really? Yeah, she, that's she right here. Oh, boy. The stage of development way, where she basically. She's stuck. Yeah, she's stuck. Sam. At least she has Sam. That's what I was going to say. Sam he left handled, the restaurant. He no, he handled it well. No, he was so pissed. He left. He made a statement today saying, I did not leave in anger. Yeah, he's trying to. Like, well, yeah, he did. He's we trying to. What are you it's, about? it's a revisionist kind of a story. Nice try, you know, Sam. That, that anyone would have been upset you if imagine somebody though, had been filming her. Having a job, as in Britney's husband, where you have to pretend you want to spend time and listen to all the things no. she says. Can you imagine the horror of that job? No, but look at the, <laughs> look at the benefits that come with it, I guess. In the I, form of I, money. I don't, I don't think he'll be there long. I really don't. He's got to put a baby in that woman. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's waiting Get his money on. and get out. He's like a uh, millennial that's living at home with his parents. He's just saving all his money in a really nice house. All right, well, she so he can has, break free. She has responded on Instagram. Oh, good. No, I'm sure she'll straighten it out. Because if anybody actually watches the video, and it's there's no good audio to it, but she looks terrible because she, the camera's not high. Is it splotchny? Yeah, I mean, she just looks ridiculous. But she posted this 18 hours ago. <clears throat> 
I watched Natural Born Killers this morning, and damn, I got enlightened. Oh, oh that's good. And holy smoke, shit balls! I'm sure I bought a million or brought a million smiles to me looking like Shrek at that restaurant. Even my best friend couldn't wait to send it to me. They don't think twice because we are all natural born killers. I know the news is all hyped up about me being a little drunk at a restaurant. It's like they're watching my every move, eyeball emoji. Yeah, because you're nuts. Shut up, Mark. I'm so flattered they talk about me like a maniac and then have the balls to talk about all the negative things that happened in my past. That's Honestly, it would be safer for me to compliment this world and fuck up because... If I become a prophet and I don't create history, we might have something, y'all. I'm just kidding. But seriously, it's a good thought. Thought bubble emoji. I know y'all are rooting for me. And uh, make sure you check out the shocking Shrek picture of me. I was like, damn, that's horrific. There's like two pics where I look normal. Frowny emoji. Either way, honestly, I know nobody gives a flying fuck about what I do. I'm just bored writing this paragraph like a damn idiot. <laughs> okay, that's the most self-aware thing she's ever said. That's how she wraps it up. What a moron. That's her explanation of her meltdown at a restaurant. If we did a Twitter poll and said, in her best interests, should Britney be in or out of the conserva cons conservatory? 85% will say yes. She should I, be I would think it. so. Yeah, 85 yeah, no, I think it'd be a good idea. I'm really concerned about her. Unless the Free Britney movement put finds her, it and let's put her back in jail. It. <laughs> Harry's book is number one, which is such a shock. Nobody's promoted it. Nobody's talked about it. He's done no interviews. Oh God, Gail King was so excited too. Oh my God, he told his tells his story. It's so wonderful. That's really weird. Are you fucking wonderful? kidding me? You know, Oprah interviewed her. That's why she says yeah. that. Yeah. No, she's friends with both of them. Yeah, she's been so supportive, and now he's saying, my family made a fortune on the slave trade. Okay, return that's it. A, that's like 400 years ago. Return it, face. Then. Yeah, return, return it. it. You benefited from it. Get rid you, of your you're money. still benefiting from it by bitching about your family. Live like a pauper and go do it. Then. You return you all your money bad. and start over. God, like a normal kid. Such a whiner. <laughs> he, he's a professional tantrum thrower. Yeah, he really Isn't he, is. He's a, uh, is there, what do we call it, a tantrumizer? A tantrum? <laughs> tantrumizer? He's a tantrum thrower. <laughs> Really, that's a new field, tantrum throwing, because Britney's in the tantrum throwing field too, isn't she? Really? Yeah, yeah that's all she does. Can they wire his mouth shut, please? <laughs> Duct tape would be quicker. Um, although, I don't know if you guys know this, I feel like the people, it used to be like 70 30, and the 30 in favor of them were really loud. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's more like 90 10 now. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, that's what's the same with the Britney supporters. They're pretty damn quiet now. Um, he just wants to destroy the royal family. He's so jealous of his brother, it's pathetic. Yeah. And he wants to destroy the royal family while he makes millions, which is pretty cute. But um, I did read a little story about Cressida Bonus, who was Bonus. That means she makes bonus. <laughs> bonus maker. She was his girlfriend, and she revealed, he revealed in the book, and she verified this, that um, on, they were on a ski trip together, and he just started crying about Diana. Ooh. And I guess she didn't know him that well at the I time. Miss me, Mom. So anyway, a lot of people were saying that, yeah, he uses Diana to get chicks. Like he'll start bawling about Diana. Really? Yeah. Ooh, wow. Which, which is pretty funny. His dead mom is bait. I guess. Chick I mean, bait? that's pretty wow. good bait. Wow, wow. That, that was, was a, a good, good move. move. <laughs> <laughs> Cressida or Cressida? Well, Cressida? It's Cressida. She didn't Stupid say that. Name. But oh, did she trade? Well, of course, up. she didn't I mean, say that because that's probably how he got her. She didn't want yeah. to be one of the dopes. Um, you should see the guy she traded up for. She's super hot. I mean, he has no business being with this girl. She married this guy who's like 6'4". Wow. He's a super Harry. stud. Ooh. He's got his own business. He's super wealthy, successful on his, his own. also Harry who? Is Harry it, Wentworth Stanley. Is his mom alive? 
<laughs> that I don't know. Oh, look at him. He's and he's actually cool. Yeah, no, it's no if he's cool or not. That looks guy, cool. He, he looks cool. He looks way cooler. He, he than can't Harry. whine more than Harry. Good he's point. got he tons is. more hair. He's taller. He's got he's got his own money. <laughs> oh, he's definitely cooler than Harry. He's blind. He doesn't have to throw tantrums to make money. <laughs> What's he do again? What's his? I don't know. He's not a tantrum thrower. Though. I know that. I think he's in business. I believe he's a real successful finance guy. <laughs> so so she moved up big time, and so, she also friends of hers said that she really after the fact really. Didn't think Harry was that great a guy. Like, like he's not. I mean, we all see that now, don't we? That he's just oh, yeah, kind of a nice asshole. asshole. Sounds like a load, man. Just Absolutely. Well, after all, he's still waiting for his mom to just return home now. So I, I think Cressida made a great move, a great move up, as did Kanye West. Oh, my God, did he take a step up. He married a Kim lookalike who is childless and 15 years younger than Kim. <laughs> and she looks exactly like her, except her boobs are bigger. Uh, was this I think she's prettier than Kim, actually. Was this reported to HR, though? Because she works for him. <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Architect? Yeah, she's, she's got a, a master's in architecture. Wow. So um, she's very educated. She's more educated than Kim. She's more... Oh, Kim's a lawyer. I forgot. Yeah, Kim uh, went to law school. Oh, no, wait. Kim didn't go to law school. In fact, Kim didn't finish high school. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this relationship doesn't last. Yeah. What? Huh. Why? Wow. Well, they're not legally married according to some. She's wearing a ring. But she's still, well, then uh, someone needs to contact that HR department. What the, there's a power imbalance in what this did, relationship. What did she design and build as an architect? Uh, that I don't know, too. She's only 27. She's all, barely out of her master's. All of Kanye's stuff. Oh. Yeah, that's that? that she worked for him for years and years and years. So anything that he has had built, I guess she's been the one designing. Wait, and Kim, years and years and years, she's 27? She's, no, she hasn't built anything. She's <laughs> she's young. She's really young. Uh -huh. And apparently Kim Kardashian is jealous of her already Ooh. because Kim claimed that this girl was sniffing around before they got married and Kanye was banging her like right up to when they got married. Which, boy, that's interesting. You'd marry someone who was banging your lookalike. You're more attractive, younger lookalike when you got married. Kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, what kind of a deal is that? Isn't it weird? Because I, I, people used to always say, oh, David Copperfield and that. Who was that young woman he was uh, with? Claudia Schiffer. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's a deal. And I was going, oh, why do people say that's a deal? How do you know that's a oh, deal? She magic. does have to be married to him. And, and it seems the more, the longer I live, the more I feel like a lot of these things are just deals. With Kim Kardashian, duh. I mean, Chris Humphrey, really? 72 days, gets married on TV for a bunch of money. <laughs> Did you know Kanye's already written a song about her? <laughs> Yes. Sensari uh, Overload, because yes. her last name is Sensari. That's pretty clever. He's a genius, man. No, and uh, and her family is delighted, apparently. She's married a very successful man. He happens to love Hitler and be very you know, excited about it. <laughs> happens to love Hitler. Um, he's obsessive, controlling. He's a stalker. Yeah. He's determined to bring his ex-wife down. But other than that, he's a great guy. Well, I mean, she was already working for him, so why not just marry him? That's true. Yeah, she can. She can. She cannot lose on this deal. She'll get a no, ton of money if they split no, up. We know who she is now, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, that, yeah. That helps. And her. She is beautiful. I, got, I mean, if Kim Kardashian can make a zillion dollars, why can't this chick? I got so mad at at Ye today because um, on Ladoff's show on No BS News Hour, his guest was Chris Cuomo, and so I was doing some prep on Cuomo, and I rewatched the interview he did with with Kanye West. And, yeah, and. I think he ha I think Cuomo handled it better than anybody I've seen interview Yay, but he kept calling him Yay, right? Cuomo was every time he referred to him, he said Yay, 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 and then he goes, he goes, well, some people have come up to me and said, don't you know Kanye West is mentally, you know, blah, blah. 
and Ye just goes, oh, excuse me, sir. My name is Ye, not Kanye West. And I'm sitting there going, you motherfucker. He called you Ye 3,000 times, and the one time he quotes somebody. Quoting someone. Your real name, that's what you're going to jump on him about? The guy's fucking nuts. He's an asshole. Go yeah, away, Ye. No, he is such an Go asshole. Go away, Ye. Huge, huge <laughs> asshole. Go what? See, see what I tried to do there? It didn't work. Go away, Ye. <laughs> So uh, new car inventory is growing, and when inventory grows, so do the savings. A lot of this means uh, better selection. Better selection means dreamy deals. Best of all, when you visit our friends and studio sponsors at Zot Ford and Holly, you get both of them. So if you bought out your lease in the past year or two because there was nothing to choose from and deals sucked, today's your lucky day. There's no need to spend money on new brakes, tires, maintenance. Just trade that turd in and get $2,000 more than it was appraised for when you purchase or lease a new Ford Escape Edge Explorer at uh, Zot Ford. <clears throat> Excuse me. As a matter of fact, you can trade in almost any <laughs> any used car and get the extra two grand when you need a new whip. Nobody cares. Need more deals? How about 0% financing? Yeah, 0% financing on many new vehicles in stock at Zot. Plus, Gabar and the team will toss in a Ford factory trifold tonneau. Tondo. Tonneau cover. I know it's a tonneau. I think. Tonto? Yeah. Tondo, yeah. I, I thought for some reason Tondo? it was Tondo. Tondo cover at no charge <laughs> on every F-150 buyer lease in the month of January. Clearly, an expanding inventory generates beautiful bargains. And you can check out both when you go visit dealsinthed.com and also Lady Jane's and get that award-winning haircut. And a winning experience. You can register uh, at the same time for a lifetime opportunity to win a down payment on your dream home up to $200,000. Lady Jane's is open seven days a week. Walk in anytime, and it's wicked awesome. Trudy, I have the legacy copy because I got an email from Sean. Okay. Who says, Legacy Partners rocks. Uh, Hey, while I wait for Maz to announce my name for the gift card, I just want to share this. I've been with AAA for years. If you know anything about Detroit car insurance, it's really hard to be AAA if you have any kind of points or damaged credit. Well, the lovely Claire at Legacy saved me $800 a year on my auto and homeowner's insurance. The best part, the entire process took three emails. Done like dinner. Great to do business with them. Great sponsor. That's Legacy. And uh, let me get their phone number here. Because they deserve at least that. And oh, yeah. Their number would be Call. 586-209-4106. Joe Graham and the gang at 586-209-4106. And I was struggling to remember Joe's name there for a second. And they reminded me of the, the Biden... Um, listen to this happy birthday. This is for, what's her name? Uh, Aubrey. Oh, uh, Andrea. Uh, it's the, th- oh, you guys the, sound like Biden. It's yeah. the wife of Martin. Luther. Well, I, I'm not singing happy birthday to her on the, on live TV. Uh, it's Martin Luther King, the third's wife. And he brought up her birthday and the fact that he and Jill have a tradition. They sing happy birthday when it's someone's birthday. And it was, um, oh boy, Andrea a- Waters King. Okay. So. So he sang happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Doesn't, you. I think he got the name wrong. Happy Listen for yourself. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alvin. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Alvin? Alvin? Was that what I that think was? He was Trudy? trying to say Val. Alvin. Val. He's trying to say Valerie, but he doesn't know the name, so he fumbles it on purpose, I think. It's a good move. Oh, right? Yeah, it didn't work out so well, but oh well. It's like that. Remember that Seinfeld episode where George was interviewing interns? And he's like, Who's your favorite architect? And the kid's like, oh, He's like, Oh, yeah. Because neither of them knew a famous architect. That's why he hired him. It's a good move. Just mumble. 
Uh, yeah, it's worked occasionally. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. So um, this classic, this uh, classified document thing is, of course, the biggest story possibly ever. But you know what I want to know? What is in these classified documents? Has anyone ever said what's in any of these classified documents? Well, are they, because, aren't they supposed to not tell you what's in the classified well, documents? Just, <laughs> get an idea. But I think it's a little weirder if somebody's saying classified documents about something specific to them, whether it's Trump or Biden. I mean, all I know right now is that the Democrats are livid when Trump does it because it's so wrong. Even Joe Biden said it's inexcusable, et cetera, et cetera. And when Joe Biden does it, the Republicans are so mad. Other than that, um, I don't know. It just seems, uh, I mean, you can, com you can compare it. I mean, the only thing I hear is how different this is, that when Trump did it, you know, he didn't cooperate, and that's inexcusable. And there's, but there's, there's a lot of differences. Um, I thought <laughs> uh, Biden said something about, uh, what do you think, my Corvette's out on the street or something? My Corvette's in a locked garage. Yeah, was like weird. that somehow made it better? I, I, mean, yeah. I don't know, man. No, the only, I mean, the thing to be mad Biden's about. had him for a lot longer, though. Biden was vice president. Trump was president. I don't know if that makes any difference. Well, I don't know why the vice president would have class. If you're, if you're comparing and contrasting, one was where the archives knew that Trump had it and wanted him back, and he's just like, no. Yeah. And here, the, the, but the thing Biden fucked up on is just trying to keep it quiet because nobody can keep anything quiet anymore. No, the transparency the is, always, is yeah, it's always way yeah. worse. I mean, Trump said, yeah, I got him. Fuck you. And, you know, we'll have another investigation and it'll just bog things down again. But I just feel like there's so much bullshit uh, involved in all of this. Like, I'm reading about this like it's just totally the most normal thing in the world. In fact, I haven't really heard anyone say anything. They said that his private lawyers were cleaning out a closet when they bumped into him. Like, what? His private lawyers are cleaning? He has he hires lawyers to clean out a private closet? Isn't that kind of weird? No, the cleaning lady probably phoned a pile of papers. Yeah, this is, the person, these? this is the person that phoned him. Right you now. need to fill out these documents. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. I, so how many times have they found documents? Is it three times or two times? Three. Three, three. twice in his house, mm -hmm. once in that office, using air quotes. Okay. Not bad, huh? Which I think that office, don't you see him going there and closing the door and just taking a nap? No, it was Hunter Biden's house. What's Hunter Biden's house? What? R they found it at Hunter's? <laughs> no, the Hunter Biden, you didn't see all this over the weekend? All about his kid? Well, no, no, no. The Hunter Biden, for some reason, his uh, his driver's license is going all over the place this weekend because <laughs> his address on his driver's license is the same place where the Corvette is. And in 2015, Joe Biden said that Hunter was going to fix the engine, so he was in there. Okay, I swear to God, I've watched all Every network cover this story. I've never heard anything about it being Hunter or Hunter living there or it being his house or anything of the of that nature. The only thing I've heard about Hunter and I read about it, it was not on TV anywhere that I know of, is that he is fighting the baby mama who wants to name her child Biden. Mm -hmm. She was doing a mere formal change of name because she said, well, the name's he's Hunter Biden's son. It can only help him to be related to the president of the United States. Daughter, daughter, not daughter, na I'm Navy sorry. Biden. Yeah. yeah, and Hunter Biden is actually in court fighting her, saying that it will hurt the baby if the baby's name is changed. It's not going to hurt them. Like, was he married to 
to her? No, it was no, a one night stand with a stripper. He's the father. He denied he was the father. He yeah, said but- it's not his. He's never had sex with her. Then he was busted via DNA. Then he refused to pay, said he had no money. They demanded financial documents. He didn't provide them and just made a settlement with her. Yeah, but how does that go with regular people if you have a baby? And you're not married to someone? You can use the father's yeah, name. Absolutely. You, you can? Yeah, absolutely. You are the father. <laughs> she has worried. the DNA to prove it. I mean, he was forced oh, to produce I, I'm his not, DNA. I'm not saying it, it's not his. I'm just saying when you're not married, is it does does the baby take the name the, of the father? The, or does the name... Does it I take, mean, there's no reason the baby can't have the father's name. I mean, whatever's on the birth certificate is the yeah, baby's name. Exactly. If they know the father's name is that, I would assume that's entirely legal. I want more Johnny people. Cochran's ex-girlfriend took his last name because she felt that they were legally married because they'd been together for 20 years. Common law. And she was allowed to do you that. You know why? Because it's a name. Anybody can change their name. And I yeah. want more people now to just change their last name to Biden just to piss off Hunter Biden. Can we get Andy Dick to change his last name to Biden? Just to, uh, and, and pretend he's sure connected to Hunter. Him. It's just stupid that he's doing this. It's a bad look for him. I know. And why does he seem like he's always drawing shitty attention to his father, no matter what the fuck he's Because he's a he's loser. Doing. But wouldn't you think somebody go, hey, motherfucker, cut it out. Nobody There's tells no him There's no one what in the Biden do. administration who can tell him to cut this shit out. No. Cut it out with your fucking half million dollar art. Nobody sells art for half he's, million dollars, asshole. You say that to him. He's like, I want to tell my dad. He'll just go tell daddy on him. Wow, uh, he's really not helping matters, I don't think. But I, I did not, Brandon, I did not know that he lived in that house. That's terrible. <laughs> and he didn't live in Trump's house, so that's change, one difference. <laughs> the wrong kid died. <laughs> so dumb. Ugh. All right, so the Critics' Choice Awards were last night, and I, I did not watch it at all, but I have to tell you, <laughs> I have never been as moved as I was when Brendan Fraser, he won Best Actor, right? Yes. Where's the whale? Is the can I watch the whale anywhere? I want to watch I'm, it. Yeah, I haven't it, seen it available anywhere. I thought it came out in December, uh, December 9th or something. I don't know exactly where. Well, it, I, honestly, I'm, the, I'm I'm to that point now. If it doesn't stream, it doesn't exist. I think. Yeah, I think you're right, Mark. I think it's still in theaters, yeah. which doesn't make any sense anymore. Now, why would I, you go to a theater to see that? Wouldn't you just rather watch it on your TV? I yeah, mean, I would. Top Gun, seeing that in a theater would be different, I suppose. But I, I swear, I feel like at the Critics' Choice Awards that he was scheduled to cry. <laughs> he didn't actually cry. It was actually scheduled. It was wait, probably on the agenda. Wait, are you saying this is more awkward than... <laughs> well, he's trying to take the attention away from... But clap. I, I don't know if the statute of limitations is done on that clap. That clap was he's, ungodly. He's trying to bury... I don't think but so. But I'm not allowing him to bury I, I don't think so. I really don't think he can bury that. Because he tried to get, you know, oh my God, I was sexually assaulted by the, which is really Yeah, weird. but remember that clap? <laughs> the head of the Golden Globes sexually assaulted him and he refused to show up this year because it happened in 2002, but he went in 2009, 10, 11. It doesn't make what? any sense. <laughs> it's like he's trying to bury the clap with crazy shit. And, what and it's did not this, working. What did this guy do to him? A dude? What did, I mean, he was the president of the Golden Globes till wait, wait. just recently. No, no, we know what he did to him. Remember the story was he grabbed him from behind and like kind of tickled his, his taint. taint. Yeah. Remember? He diddled his taint. Yeah, yeah. He, he like hugged him from behind and kind of goosed underneath his buttocks, like taint. right by his taint. Taint. That was that. Sure he didn't diddle his butthole and they're just taint. saying he diddled his taint? Well, I'm just going with what Brandon Fraser said. Yeah, yeah said if taint. you're <laughs> he you're said taint with a pair of anywhere. pants, you could miss. I mean, yeah, I, I would think Brandon Fraser. He did Frazier, specify taint. It seems to me he would be. Less angry if he diddled his taint. Well, then his butthole. Yeah. Are you saying you'd rather have your taint diddled more than your butthole? Yes, I would. I would. I would too. If it's yeah. that guy, 
<laughs> well, who knows? Maybe a short little thin fingers. I don't know. They're really I, quick. I, I, it just is so hard. It was like, what? This guy just diddles some guy who's up for awards at the Golden Globes, and he just thinks it's going to be it's no power big deal. Yeah, it's a so power who balance. who else did he do it to? So he just did it to Brendan Fraser because he was under so much pressure from the clap that he figured <laughs> I can get away with it. He can't possibly say anything because he just draws more attention to the clap. <laughs> yep, it was a power move. He knew that that clap, that's out there. So anyway, on the... Um, on the syllabus or the schedule, they did schedule the cry, and they got it. He gave a tremendous speech. There's many drops in it, too. We're very excited about the future of the drops, so just play. we can just play the whole thing. This movie, The Whale, is about love. It's, it's already about crying. redemption. It, um, Ew. He's already crying. It's about, He's trying to make himself cry harder. It's about finding the light in a dark place. Looks like Drew Carey now. And I'm so lucky to have worked... With an ensemble that is incredible. Ensemble shit. It includes Hong Chow, who should have her huh? own movie based on every character she's ever played. I know who that is. And Sadie Sink, who is in, I've been Nobody telling everybody she's incredible. She's from Stranger Things. How, how, who are you? Your, your talent presages your years. It took me 32 years to get here. Huh. And Ty Simpkins, you... Who? You won the game ball every day. Huh? And he won the game ball. And Sam Hunter, you're my lighthouse. That's his lighthouse. A writer. And Aronofsky, I was in the wilderness, and I probably should have left a trail of breadcrumbs. So, <laughs> but you found me, and um, like all the best directors, you merely just. Showed me where to go. They don't dare to get play to him where off, I do they? To be. Oh, I love that drop. You showed me where to go. They do, Tree, right here. To be. Oh, no kidding. Is that Snooky? If you, Uh-oh. like a guy like Charlie, who I played in this movie, Wrap it up. in any way struggle with obesity, Wrap it up. or you just feel like really you're in a dark clap. sea, <laughs> I want you to know that if you too can have the strength to just Get to your feet and go to the light. Wrap it up. Good things will happen. Stop crying. Wrap it up. Oh, he's fully balling now. Fully balling. Stand oh, and go. You're going to leave the stage. How is no one? Tears behind. How is no one in the audience not just going? I know somebody <laughs> should have done that. That would have been fun. so cool. Could you that would have been awesome. There's just one universal clap. Especially yeah. if they played him off with. Oh, oh, it's a big old blubbery whale. It's a totally it's blubbery whale there. Blubbering. The ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, were there any other great speeches at the uh, Critics' Choice Awards? No one knows. No one saw it. any attention to I didn't the either. I didn't even know it existed. It's funny. I finally stopped watching award shows, and I saw the, the Golden Globes did its lowest ever. Well, it was awful. Ever. You know, it's funny. They moved it. Did 18 million two years ago with Ricky Gervais. Why well, would they Ricky. not invite him back? Um, you won the game ball every day. They uh, also it moved it. They moved it to a Tuesday to stay away from sports. You're right. my lighthouse. Because the and NFL was on sucked. Sunday and the NCAA championship was on Monday. So, no, I mean, it's a joke. The whole thing's a joke anyway. I probably should have left a trail of breadcrumbs. He says the weirdest things. That's his biggest Hero. problem. Is, I don't think anybody can really understand where his no, train no, no, of thought Judy. is going. His biggest problem is. <laughs> well, 
The taint's pretty big too. Yeah, he He's created made such a big deal about the taint. He created some more the weird moments. The taint. The taint. He lost it will weight though. Be known as the taint. He, he lost weight though. That's he looks. It's because he got better. up and went to the light. No, he had a <laughs> he had a fat suit on for that what? movie. Can't do that. Yeah. What I thought he was I thought the reason he was crying is because he gained all the weight to get that role and then he, he and then did. he got up. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And when You're I got, right, he did lose the weight. That's what I heard. So uh how'd you lose all that weight? Like that retard from Subway? <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quote here. His left hand reaches around, grabs my ass cheek, and one of his fingers touches me in the taint, Frazier claims. <laughs> And then it starts moving around. Taint. I felt ill. It sounded like he was very adept at, uh, he's not very nimble, is he? Taint. Well, like moving out of the way? Well, you think you'd move a little bit when you feel a finger going in that direction? I froze. Is he that fucking slow? Or you'd be be like, oh, you know, I mean, at that point, isn't that a good time to react? Is there a picture available of that? You want me to Google Brendan Fraser's taint? Because I will. Brendan well, where Fraser was it? it was at the Golden Globes. At the Golden Globes, and the guy who did it is still a member of the um, whatever the Hollywood Foreign Press. Is that what? I it know, is? You would think uh. you could get out of the get out of, away from the tank part. If somebody grabs your ass. Isn't the normal thing to move away? Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or react so or other lean people in. see that something happened. It sounds like the guy had sixty seconds to do this. He should have farted on that finger. Maybe he did. <laughs> I don't know. If he got hard. It was kind of like the guy's space. He put his hand in his pants. I mean, that guy was so accused of being hard. After, I mean, he was removing pictures from his phone and all kinds of crazy shit. That guy was full of shit, though, don't you think? The space. I didn't know what. I think he did do it. Yeah, but I don't think he was hurt by it. No, I don't either. Um, I think. Well, unlike the guy who uh, he's so excited to meet Spacey, they ends up having tons of drinks with him. They're playing the piano together. I mean, it sounds like they're having a gay date. Yeah. Unlike the guy who claimed that Don Lemon stuck his hand in his own pants. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Put it in total, and that was Where did he come fabric. up with that story, by I the way? I don't know. That was a total fabrication. His though. story was so weird, I believed it. <laughs> yeah, because it wouldn't make that up. Wait, maybe Brendan Fraser's making this up, because that's a weird story, too, that he got his taint diddled. Yeah. So Data, uh, for the Critics' Choice, Data won Supporting Actor again, just like he did the Golden Globe. Clean- who? K- Data from uh, Goonies. Oh, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with that. Uh, short round, sorry. Short I, you round know from Drew, Indiana Jones. Drew, you would hate that movie, so don't watch it. I love it. I thought it was great. Everything, oh, Everywhere, All at Once won Best Picture, and Kate Blanchett won Best Actress. For what? For whatever movie Kate Blanchett is in. Tar? Movie. Tar, yeah. yeah. Well, she's what movie? Like, Car? Tar, T-A-R. Tar. She's an orchestra. Is like, that what she is? What goes on a road? Yeah. Yeah, the thing that's like she's Car, she, like Jason <laughs> Car. Yeah, Tar. Tar. She's playing a real tar. person, so that's why. Uh, who's tar. the per- who's the person? Tar, Tar. Yeah, you, like everyone knows Tar. Yeah, Tar Nigtago. <laughs> I don't know okay. who's Tar person. Is. Know this person. Taro? Oh, no, I don't know who Tar is. Tar plays Linda. Yeah, Lydia Tar. Lydia Tar. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. No one knows who it is. I don't even know who that is. It's a real person, so she won. <laughs> Congrats on your victory. Have you seen the menu yet on HBO? Have you watched it? <sighs> it's not my movie. Not my kind of movie. You didn't like it? Not really. Really. Wait, the menu, that's the one about the guy on the island? Yeah. 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 I'd rather watch Kai the Hitchhiking wow. Wheel, the Hatchet Wheel. To me, it was like Glass Onion Part 2. You didn't like that either, did you? Not really. Man, did you, you watch like Part anything. 1? I don't like anything you like. Probably I don't like anything everybody I Everybody like. I know that's seen the Glass Onion loved it. True, I, you saw it. I loved it. Yeah. It was great. Well, have a love fest. You can do your own <laughs> podcast about it when you're doing your Edward, Baba podcast. Edward, 
<laughs> Edward Norton was fucking Edward great. Edward Norton. Yeah. No, I think they were very great amusing. People. I thought there were great people in it, and they were even good among themselves, but eh, it's just not my kind of movie. I don't know. You don't like mysteries? Not that kind. I hated Daniel Craig's character. I hated. I, I don't, he doesn't have a Southern accent. I know. He didn't, and he didn't convince me either. Exactly. To me, it was that's Daniel Craig, was James Bond doing a Southern accent. Now, if he had done some stunts like being a fake character to get out of something, that would have been cool. But instead, he was just like, "I'm Daniel Craig, you know, Southern accent, being a subtle gentleman, and here's what? this boner making woman over here." What do you think he got? At Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty good. That's pretty accurate. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, probably a hundred. Ninety-two and ninety-three. Okay. Have you seen it, Brandon? No, no. I saw the first one no, in theaters. I, I can understand why people like it. Knives it's just out. not my kind of movie. That's all. And I liked it because I, I like those whodunits. Right? The house was cool. Oh, yeah. And the when they broke up, bust everything up, that's cool, too. Spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> well, when he, fun. when he reveals how he figured it out, I just I love the, that scene. The best part of the movie is when the song Glass Onion played during the closing <laughs> credits. Yeah. Yeah. That, was that was my favorite part. And uh, Trudy, have you seen The Menu? <laughs> No, I've not seen the menu. Brandon, have you seen it? It's on HBO nope. right now. Okay. 88 and 76 on who's, the um, Who's in the menu? That's um, that Anna Taylor-Joy, who was oh, fucking great. Okay. Hey, yeah. can you do a Twitter poll on the menu and on um, on the Glass Onion? I'm just curious what our audience, if they like it. I just have no idea. I believe you guys loved it. I do, totally. I just wonder how wrong I am for not liking it. <laughs> You're hoping I that mean, they're with uh, you. Because you see, no, no, I'm not. They don't know. They don't know I don't like these movies. I'll say the men, the menu is. That's what I'll put out now. The menu's different because it's it's described as like a horror slash satire film. So it's got, you know, weird stuff in it. But I don't know. I love how it just sends up that I whole really, world. You know what? I have to admit, I watched Glass Onion virtually the whole movie. I did not watch the menu very far. Wait, how far did you? Hell, I wouldn't like it. Spoiler. How far did you get? Not though? very far. What happened? I don't want to talk about it. I just don't. I could tell I wouldn't like it. Did you get to the, you can judge a book by its cover. Did you get past the credits? Yes. Did you get to this part? Uh, I don't think I did. Oh man! See, okay, give it another. Give it another shot. Okay. Because it gets I'll fucking. Try, but I'm telling you, so I'm not bizarre. gonna like it. Good. I want you to be miserable. Watch everywhere. Everyone. Ever. What is it called? Everywhere. Everything. Everywhere. I all. Don't think I like that once. either. That is a fun That's movie cool. to watch. Yeah. Um, What's it about? It's everything. Oh everywhere. Boy. All at once. It's kind of a... It's a multiverse type show. Can you do a Twitter poll on the menu and on... Uh, Glass Onion. Do it on Glass Onion first. Yeah. What do you want me to say? Just do, do, um, as far as the movie Glass Onion, I liked it. I didn't like it. Okay. Can I just say, did you like the Glass Onion? Yeah. Yes or no. Yeah, either way. All right. Um, Why are you asking me? What's the... <laughs> I don't know. I won't the... word it wrong. You don't like my answer. I won't word What's it wrong. What's the Koberger 2020... This weekend was was that the newest twenty twenty the freshest? No, the twenty. It was twenty twenty. Wait, which which show was it? Cole Booger is what he's. Oh yeah, Cole Booger was this weekend. Was, yes, yeah, was yeah. that was new, right? That was the freshest yeah, information. Yeah, it was. And I'm get, almost Cole Boogered out right now. It's like, tell me something new, or don't tell me anything. I got something new for you. Have you ever seen the professor that was on the talk show talking about what a genius move it was oh. to leave the knife sheath behind? What with his DNA on it? What? No. Why? Why is it genius? <laughs> well, first off, it's not. This guy's a total loon. But he's like, everybody's talking about how genius this guy is, but he leaves the knife sheath behind. His defense will be, well, if I'm so such a genius, why would I leave the knife oh, sheath behind? Oh, people always it was try clearly that. transferred. What? No, and it never works, Drew. No, because it's stupid. It's ridiculous. 
He was there 12 times. He was stalking people he did no, not know. He fucking did it. They also were talking about, I mean, you had to fast forward halfway through that episode, too, to get through the part where they're like, oh, they're wonderful. And then she was going to Austin. And, you know, I mean, all of that's necessary. Oh, I know. It's for some people, sad but, they have to do that. Yeah. But um, but they were talking about him. And- Why don't they just come on and go, look, the victims are all great. We know that. You love them. We love them. Okay, now on to Coburger. <laughs> right. We don't have to <laughs> do about, that. Um, him and how he would go to parties. And they're like, well, how did he seem? And, and, and they said, the guy goes, withdrawn. And I'm like, what a dick move that you inflict yourself on people at parties acting withdrawn and troubled. Oh, no. And introverted and stupid. And- do you see um, another one of the... Weirding people out. Yeah, no, he's just a total bummer. It's great that he's out of society because yes. in prison he'll be great. People will be fascinated with him. <laughs> I recognized him immediately, and my heart just sank because I couldn't believe that, like, I was face to face with this guy. That, that's the that's the Tinder date who has incredible vocal fry. And I saw a picture of her in 2015 when she went on that date. Yeah. She was hot then. Was she really? She's really. So hot. he un- unhottened her in seven years. It could have <laughs> been me. What did she say? She said, It could have been me. Oh, it could have been me. <laughs> that, that is, that rhyme in itself is the biggest it could have been me possibly ever from everyone. He kept trying to tickle me and I would ask him to stop or I'd say, what are you doing? And he would be like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not tickling you. And he would get very serious. Ooh. It could have been me. <laughs> That's the first vocal fry could have been me I've ever heard. So we needed that drop. That's good. Glad we have that. This one, too. I had good birthing hips. <laughs> hey, you got good birthing hips. What a fucking weirdo. God. No, another pro- big profiler, and I, I can't remember the person's name, but said he's a classic incel. Yeah. A classic totally incel. Yeah. And this is now among the responses that incels have, which is fucking scary because people didn't used to have this in their in their neighborhood of their vortex of possible responses to never being able to get laid killing hot women was not an option but now it is and in fact um he was also saying that on these incel these groups he said you know somebody really ought to be monitoring these groups because they talk about killing women all the time like that could have been me right because they feel this is a conspiracy by all the women out there, now to not fuck them. Like women have all been me. Women have meetings and go, hey, don't fuck Koberger. So far, <laughs> I hate him. Let's not fuck him, okay? And it's nothing like that. It's that they don't know how to, they just don't know how to navigate well, getting in there. Couldn't look anyone in the eye. He can't, I mean, he couldn't do any of the basic things that make you a sociable person that would lead to having sex with somebody no, else. So. Nobody wants to make out with him. No. Nobody. Even the drunkest chick in the world. I wish they'd have an experiment. Put the drunkest chick in the world in a room with him and see if she'll make out with him. Because I doubt it. That's why we need brothels. That's why we need legal brothels, man, to to curb all these incels. We probably do. That would be a terrible thing for a, a person who worked, a sex worker... To have to sleep with those guys? That's what prostitutes no. do. Charge, they should charge, charge them double. More. Charge incels more. <laughs> exactly. Charge them double. Um, this guy he, also you know, went on to say that the, these incels, you know, which is a new phenomenon. We did not have incels before. Even in the early internet days when all these child molesters immediately found each other, they couldn't wait. Um, and a lot of other weird types found each other. Incels, it took a while. They were just kind of developing. And 
I'll, I'll it's kind of suggesting that this age group is so used to getting stuff, things they want at their beck and call, not even at their beck and call, but they're used to not really having to do as much for things as traditional groups born before them. And so when they can't get pussy, it's, you know, of course they want mommy or somebody to fix it and there's no one to fix it. Well, the patron, the patrons, the patron saint is, Give me pussy. <laughs> the patron saint is Elliot Rogers and he was incredibly entitled. Came from a very oh, yeah. rich background. Oh, totally. Yeah. Speaking of so. entitled uh, millennials and um, Gen Z, did you see the story, Good Morning America, Saturday morning, about them living at home and why they live at home? Oh, no, I didn't. That uh, sounds like a great story. Do you want, do you want to hate some Gen Z people? I would I'll, love to. I'll, I'll cue it up no, for No, there's you. nothing that makes me feel better about myself. I, I was yelling at the uh, TV while I was watching it because this one guy pissed me off so much. Uh, the, the point of the story is luxury goods have gone up. Right, people are buying luxury goods like crazy, and it's mainly this group of people that are living at home. So they're not paying rent, they're but just, they're buying luxury goods. They're buying luxury goods. You know, I knew a guy like Eat this them. who lived with his parents, and, and I can't really describe how I knew this guy, but he was like uh, 32, 33, had a girlfriend. She used to stay over there a lot, not all the time, but she stayed over there a lot. This guy had like two boats, this big <laughs> truck. He had a sports car. And the story was, well, he's saving up to buy a house. Oh, God. Wait, but he's got two boats, a sports car. Oh, yeah, jet ski, too. Well, and a sports car and a truck. What I, what I really hate about this story, too, is how, like, these, these two people in particular are acting how smart they are because we're saving all our money. Like, you guys are fools for living away from your parents. And it's like, <laughs> no, no, no. You're in the minority here. Most people want to get on with their lives and not have to stay with mommy and daddy. Well, if they're really time. saving money, then, you know, if they really have an actual goal, that's one thing. But they're but spending it on luxury. Really don't. No, they're spending it on luxury goods. You know? Rather than what? Uh, rather than going and living a real life. A near record number of Americans, like 22 year old Lillian Zhang, are living at home. Why is living at home after college something that is frowned upon? Saving and spending <laughs> their extra cash. I definitely don't feel guilty when it comes to hanging out with friends or buying some things to treat myself. Zhang landed a job. I just want to say, um, you can also live with those friends and have really great life hey, experience. Much cheaper rent having roommates, too. Yeah, I think. A lot of people do it. Sure, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they all think that oh, I just want to live by myself in a two-bedroom apartment and not live with like eight people in a four-bedroom house. You, you learn how to negotiate that well when it comes to sharing responsibility. You learn how to deal with people when you live with them. Yeah, no, it's good. It's healthy. It's very healthy. I think it's a place in life where you learn that it's not all about you. If you there still you thought that, which <laughs> I didn't. Job um, in tech. Yeah. Sorry, oh. It's pretty clear when you share rent and bills and et cetera that it's not all about you. And cleaning and yeah. coming and going. After yeah. college and moved back in with her parents, unwilling to pay up to $3,000 a month in the San Francisco Bay Area for rent. I personally have a good relationship. Then don't live in So San there's Francisco. no way for her to pay less than $3,000 to live on her own. There's no apartment that costs, say, I don't know. Uh, $3,000 that you can share with another person, for example, yeah. for 1500 That's not plausible. Get 10 roommates <laughs> or something. So everyone that has a residence in San Francisco pays at least $3,000 a month. I question that. I think she comes from a lot of Brandon, can you look up San, Trudy, can you look up San Francisco rentals? Oh, I know. Under it's, I very, know very it's expensive high. to live yeah. there. Because... No, I know it is too, but right. I don't believe that you have to have $3,000 rent in order to have a place of your own. Yeah, go live in Oakland. 
I mean, it, if nothing else, well, you could have Oakland. a roommate. Even Oakland's Oakland actually is getting high, too, yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Well, go further than Oakland. Silicon Valley is the cause of all that as well. Then don't live in San Francisco. And after college, yeah, you could live somewhere else. back in with her parents, unwilling to pay up to $3,000 a month in the San Francisco oh, Bay Area for rent. I personally have a good relationship with my parents, so I feel like it's really nice to live here and also nice because I can save money on rent. <laughs> they do all the cleaning. They have food. Yeah, stuff. food's why there. I, dinner just appears. Maybe we're the suckers because we're living with mom and dad. No, why did I leave home? Fucking stupid. Wait, this woman's very attractive. Can I go live with her? Go find a dick to live with. Then. That's true. Right. She should at least be able to fuck her way into a residence. <laughs> <laughs> Past year, 2022, um, about 48% of the nation's 18 to 29-year-olds were living with one or both parents. Okay. Almost half of young adults are now living at home as of the end of last year. Yes. Data no from Pew Research so much Center money. shows the number of young adults living with their parents mm -hmm. has been rising for decades and peaked during the pandemic. It's now stayed near the highest level since the Great Depression, driven in part by rising rents. In some metro areas, rents have gone up considerably, and that's you know, impacting the ability of young adults to be able to live alone independently. This generation living at home is proving to be a win for retailers. Analysts at Morgan Stanley say young adults who are freeing up their budgets yeah. for daily necessities Makes like rent or groceries are helping fuel sales of luxury goods. <laughs> living at home with my parents too bad for the to parents. spend more money on myself and not just splurge <laughs> on random things. <laughs> 29-year-old Fabian Flores lives with his parents in three siblings. No. Read that. That's what I was going to say. While they're talking about this, they're showing his TikTok, and he's dancing at his parents' house. And the text says, when I get home, I get home. All right, but I get home cooked meals from mom and a free car wash for my dad. Wow. Man, that's pretty sweet. It'd be nice if he would wash his dad's car. Exactly. That would be nice. Or cook for your mom and dad. Since you have all this extra income, but no, he's spending it on me. Well, he's Siblings celebrating it. I can't blame California. him. The money he saves on rent goes toward what he calls retail therapy. I don't really look at the price on that tag. I kind of just buy it if I like it. You're not looking uh, at the price. What an asshole. I'm not spending money on a water bill. I'm not spending money on the Your gas bill. It just gets paid. You know, I'm going to buy a $60 skincare, you know, lotion. Torres <laughs> says living at home became more normalized during the pandemic when young adults wanted to live closer to family. But he adds there are broader cultural factors at play to explain why many 20-somethings aren't moving out quite yet. That the Mexican culture, people don't leave their home at such a young age. Growing up, I feel like um, seeing my uncles and my aunts all living in one household with my grandparents was so normalized to me. Another reason more couldn't. adults are staying under their parents' roof, Americans are waiting longer to get married. The young adults who are living with a parent, they're not married. And they don't have, you know, an, an unmarried partner with them in the household. I can't wait till that guy gets married, moves in with his wife, and expects her to cook and then wash his car every fucking day. <laughs> Except she'll, she'll be expecting the same thing if she lived at home. <laughs> yeah, but you should marry this chick. One well, house with my grandparents was so normalized to me. Another reason more adults are staying under their parents' roof, Americans are waiting longer to get married. The young adults who are living with a parent, they're not married. Where's your, where's and they don't have, like that? you know, an, an unmarried partner with them in the household. 
Lillian Zhang encourages others to consider spending some time living back in that childhood bedroom. Oh, yeah, bedroom. we should all move home. home. That's a great idea. We kind of think of it as pulling our resources together to help everybody so we can meet yeah, I our do it, goals so I think everyone should do it. and financially. Now, researchers who study demographics say that the number of young adults this living at home is likely to up. stay at this historical high until there are broader solutions to help address the high cost of blah, housing blah, blah. and rent. <laughs> okay, Elizabeth, I'm dying to know what types of luxury of the world. purchases are these young adults <laughs> living at home making since they're saving all this money? Purse is one of them. Turns out that <laughs> clothes and beauty supplies are at the top of the list. Travel experience is also where a lot of these young adults are spending that extra cash. But one thing I also want to point out, Eva, is that both of those people we Real. spoke with said that they are still chipping in. They're paying Thank their parents every month for utilities, for groceries, or even a small share of rent to help out at home. Not too. that dancing guy. I, I, don't, I don't believe that one bit. No, the oh, dancing yeah. guy's like, I don't have a water bill. I'm going to go buy some skincare. <laughs> Well, break. I don't know if you guys have noticed, there's so many articles about this. Everyone is writing about this phenomenon because it really has reached a lot more people are huge levels. Is that um, insulting to the people that maybe can't move back in with mom and dad? Right? Oh, some I, people have to learn how to, you know, is that go it alone. Yeah, yeah I mean, some I can't say don't. I really had a choice. I don't think it would have been welcomed in my case. <laughs> Um, because everybody else kind of moved though. on, and yeah. so I was expected to do the same, and I wanted to. I didn't want to be. I loved, let's go home to their parents every day. I loved living in a shitty home with a bunch of people. It was fucking fun. It was fun. Um, but in reading about it, I find there's a lot of different cases. Like for one thing, they include 18 year olds in this. 18 to 20. 18 is a lot different than 29. Yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. a whole yeah. different world. Even 18 to 24 is a lot different than 18 to 29. But a lot of the parents, some of them were like. You know, there was a reason, you know, for, in one case, this mom was, um, she was disabled in some ways. Totally and different. so she was very happy yeah, totally to have different. her two, she had a son and a daughter living at home. They were helping her in That's a lot a of ways. That's a sacrifice, though. Yeah. Um, and also, I think in some cases, they get along very well with yeah. the person living at home. But there were a lot of parents who were like, oh my God, how do I get this child out on yeah. his own or out on her own? Because they didn't get along Par that well. Apparently just go through the bathroom kids. and add up all the money they've spent on skincare like that kid. Though both the people they used in this story seemed very entitled and coming from pretty well, yeah, rich backgrounds. To be bragging about it? Yeah. Is really, That's what I mean, rubbed me the wrong way. It's like, you love they... experiences so much, go fucking live with a bunch of people. That's a pretty important experience. Well, I would think people their age, when that guy's going, I don't have a water bill and a home-cooked <laughs> dinner, I would think people his age would go, you're a fucking loser. Fuck you. I don't think so. They're all very similar. No. Yeah, there are a lot of people that age, though, that are actually doing things and living on their own. Or, I mean, how would the world ever move forward if nobody ever moved out? Yeah. I had a neighbor um, in the house. I mean, now he came over and I was friendly with him and he goes, hey, what is this? I got this in the mail. It was the water bill. He didn't know what it was. And I'm like, you know, I guess I understand. But it's like, so I'm going to get this he? like every month. I remember being confused by the water bill. It was, was like, like 20s. Wait, water costs money? What? Oh, I know. Well, because a lot of times when you rent, because it's stuck with the house, yeah. the, the owner just covers it anyway. Usually. Yeah, and then I got a gas bill. Gas? What? You know, about it? I put gas in my car. I'm, I'm I pay moving for home. It. I'm moving home. I can't deal with this anymore. I think it's a Apartment. dirty chain. What? <laughs> Somebody by the name of Monica Cotton. If you can't pay a $15 bill today, how you gonna pay a $25 bill next week? It's a chain. It's an insult on our people. 
Yeah, she needs to go. <laughs> Ruth needs to move back in with her parents. <laughs> um, By the way, they're 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 cracking down on people not paying for water yeah. in Detroit again. Yeah. Average rent in uh, San Francisco is around three thousand. She's right on Fremont, which is pretty famous. What about south of Market? Pool Street, uh, San Francisco. There's a two thousand seven hundred and uh, $23 house uh, Well, she apartment. said up to $3,000. I thought she said that was like but the bare minimum. That's with three bedrooms, and it has a damn pool and a Ooh, like man. great view of the city. So. All those experiences you could have with your friends living well, there. Yeah. I, I knew so people. like you could get. I mean, I've known a lot of people live in San Francisco. It's definitely extremely expensive, but in fact, some people I knew left San Francisco. It was too expensive. So, I mean, you don't have to live in the town your parents are in. Most people don't have the luxury of living exactly. in the kind of luxury their parents live in right away. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I'm sure, I bet Oakland's not quite as expensive. Just a feeling. If you can drive across a bridge to visit mom. We're a little more progressive and ahead of the curve here in San Francisco. Um, I gotta tell you, I saw fun, something really funny, and I, I sent myself a note because it just, the picture was so hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw this. This Arizona lawmaker is on a Zoom call. He's a he's a career politician, oh. the kind of people that generally annoy me, not in all cases, but most. He's a Pima County supervisor, Dr. Matt Hines, and he served in the Obama administration. So, um, not because it's Obama, but just like, oh, whatever. Okay, so he lives on the teat of the taxpayers, basically. But he's a doctor. It's like, why is he in politics if he's a doctor? But, oh, well. Anyway, he's on a Zoom call <laughs> with Pima County supervisor, advisors, when this man enters the room in the background in a Speedo, and <laughs> yeah. he's wearing a vest T-shirt, which he's pulling up. Like, woo, look at my tits. <laughs> and he also, are you guys looking at the picture? Yeah, that's right. He looks, he looks pretty young, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, this guy, the doctor there who worked in the Obamas, he's 45 years old. And this guy, like, how old is that guy? But mostly that he's in a speedo is the weird Man. part. It's like, why is he walking in the room? So I got to tell you, it's amazing how quick Matt Hines killed his camera. Yeah, he turned it right off. Wow, and that guy's got some good Zoom skills. It's kind of funny, though, because the people who were on the Zoom, the other supervisors, they all ignored it. They never said anything about it. But apparently someone was recording <laughs> and put so, it out hey, there. Hey, news someone's always recording. No, Forcing Dr. Hines to uh, come out and say, uh, the Speedo guy is just my traveling companion. Uh, he's not a sex worker. He's not a, he's not a lover. It's nothing like, because he's gay. Yeah. And um, he's baffled about how much attention this is getting. And leave my friend alone. <sighs> People are trying to find out who this guy is and he's all yeah, about it. In he's... fact, he, when he said, he's not a sex worker, not that there'd be anything wrong with that. <laughs> What? Yeah, that's what he said. Well, he you can't criticize sex work. Is this dude in a relationship? This my I, I guy? don't know, but he's really angry that people are making such a big deal about it. it is Rather funny. than being angry at the dude in the speedo behind him who pulls his top mm -hmm. off, I mean, yeah. I, for not top. knowing his place. It's, it is a top in this case, by the way. It's a tra yeah. travel <laughs> companion. Tank. I like that travel companion. I know it's pretty good. I mean, if, if that was a woman, say it was a twenty-four-year-old hot chick, because the, the kid, guy was twenty-four, he's forty-five. Would he call it a travel companion? Uh, hard to say, but no, he, he wouldn't. He compared it to, uh, it's like having pets or children walk in during something. It's like, no, it's not. it's not. It's a guy in a Speedo who's like 25 years younger than you. What are you talking about? By the way, it's a really weird looking. <laughs> you know, it is really weird. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to keep those uh, travel companions on a leash. 
travel companion. The know Rogue Travel Companion. That dude, come on. They That's totally a very tight fun. Speedo, yeah. too. Probably just, That's got just taint. Probably blown him while he was on a Zoom meeting. The guy's got such good Zoom skills. Yeah, I think this guy needs to be doxxed. <laughs> and by the way, I have to find out who's paying for the trip and if the travel companion is paid for. Is he chipping in? Why doesn't that travel companion get a house of his own and leave? Yeah, I'd like to know a little more about the traveling companion, but oh well, who cares? Because he can't afford rent and exactly. wherever that's, that's from. That's the point, yeah. <laughs> so then um, uh, I, I saw this other article. It was in the, actually in the same neighborhood. Um, California teen cries over penis. I'm like, what? what? I know. And so it turns out, um, oh, you know what the headline was? Teen girl scolded over complaining about penis or something like that. And it was a 17-year-old girl who went to the YMCA with her 5-year-old sister. And her sister had uh, gymnastics lessons or something. And she complained when a naked man in the YMCA was about to take a shower in the changing room. She was showering when she said, I saw a naked man and she freaked out. She hid behind a curtain until he was gone. And then she went and gathered her five-year-old sister, who also apparently had experienced this. And she said she quickly dressed, grabbed her sister, and went to tell the YMCA staffers who she says scolded her and explained that the people with the penis and balls was a woman. And she said she was shamed by the staff who said the woman with the penis and balls that she and her five-year-old sister were exposed to was a man and had the right to expose her penis and balls to female minors under California law. Yeah, that's apparently the law, that if you identify as a female, even if you have a penis and balls, you can be in changing rooms with... People who do not have penis and balls. Holy shit! Now this Does that is, guy have his wiener out? This is the same complaint that the swimmers were making at, um, was it Princeton? Where the girl set all the records? Penn State. Penn, no, was Penn no, State? No, Penn. Penn. Oh, Penn. Penn, yeah. Leah Thomas? Because she said, I don't like changing in a room with someone who has a penis and balls, whether they're a man or a woman, and I know also that she is attracted to women. So she thought it was double bullshit. That's the best part about it, though. Leah Thomas, who is a woman with a penis and balls who has sex with women. It's, yes. It's like, wait, what? And they don't what? like Leah Thomas anyway. She's not popular with her teammates. Plus, she has a penis and balls, which they don't like changing with. So they all were forced to change elsewhere instead of her. I mean, you would think Leah Thomas, if she really cared about the movement, that maybe she would say, you know, I could make this a lot easier and change somewhere else until I have, you know, until I get my new... A vagina, or whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever. But anyway, this girl, this poor seventeen-year-old, gets scolded by the YMCA for complaining about a penis and balls that her five-year-old sister had to deal with. Oh, Jim, uh, breaking news! It's official, yeah. breaking news. Okay. Breaking news with Mort Crim. Michigan football has his coach for the twenty twenty-three season, and surprise, it's Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Uh, Harbaugh personally told him he will come back to Ann Arbor next year. That means he didn't get the Broncos job, I guess. Not necessarily. I, a lot of weird stuff happened over the last couple of days. I don't know if you've been fo- have you followed any. Not of them? really. It sounds like Ward Manuel is kind of the evil guy here, and that's what really pissed off Jim Harbaugh. Ward Manuel, but he put up with all his antics. It sounds like he is the one that had antics, which is why the president of the university, in his name, is yes, Santa Ono. But uh, Santa Ono got involved and basically got Ward Manuel out of the way and was like, what is it going to take to get it done? And apparently a lot of the rub was over NIL money because Ward promised a massive push for NIL, which I don't understand how that works because the university is not supposed to be involved in that. 
He also there was another thing too that was promised to Harbaugh. Um, I think it had to do with with assistant coaches, and Ward Manuel just didn't do anything about it, and instead increased his buyout for next year from like three million to nine million to make him stay. But and they already didn't they do this whole deal it. last year? Didn't he have a new deal? Yeah, but his last buyout year? was really, really no. Uh-uh, I don't think so. No, he got, I thought he, he had a brand new deal, he took a major pay cut after that twenty twenty deal. Now he hit a lot of bonuses that got him to the money he was making. But the base was. I thought totally the whole different. thing when he went I out and was trying to get the Vikings job, they did a. They said, yeah, oh, he told Ward, new deal. He said this isn't going to be a one. You know, we're not going. This is the last time. This is not going to happen every year. But it sounds like from the stuff I've read and heard that it was kind of. Um, he felt like. They weren't keeping up their end of the bargain, which got the president of the university involved. Well, then to say, get blow out Ward Manuel if it's his fault. I got to tell you, Ward has made a lot of missteps, man. I I don't know what he has done. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I, I really don't know that much about it. But now um, my f- I thought it was weird that they. I just figured they would offer him the most money of anyone in the Big Ten. Well, one I think one of the rubs too. That was one of the rubs. He was promised that he would be the highest paid coach in the Big Ten because in the world of dick measuring that matters to some people. And he wasn't the highest paid coach in the Big Ten. So they were supposed well, to They made him, him another offer and according to SI originally they offered him eight million with bonuses up to here and then they were gonna offer him or they offered him more of the second deal and that so Harbaugh was angry. But my favorite my favorite thing in all this is and I you know how much I love when um, entities tweet out that aren't people. So Santa Ono tweeted out his support for Jim Harbaugh, and then Michigan Football tweeted out Jim Harbaugh's message of supporting President Ono's message. So the undergrad library, which has its own Twitter account, tweeted out, we are in full support of Coach Harbaugh's statement of support of President Ono's commitment supporting Coach Harbaugh and the Michigan football team and look forward to continuing to support Coach Harbaugh, who is in full support of President Ono's support of Coach Harbaugh. What? Yeah, it's. I mean, they're just la- the. And by the, the way, for all you kids laughing. watching at home, Santa just is white. They're laughing at the fact of this whole. I support this person who supports this who supports that, and they're part of the university too, which I just like that they're laughing at these antics between the president and, and Harbaugh. I, I find this funny um, that the president of the school gets Has to get like involved. he takes selfies and oh, he loves well, the students and he loves sports. I'm and telling, we hear a lot about this guy. I swear to God, I cannot tell you who's been president of my university since i don't know when i have no earthly idea well i i, um, I told think you I before the name I of the he, president when i was there he got the job partially because of that because he takes selfies because he hangs out with students which is a little weird but because he is involved in student life because uh mark schlissel wasn't he just cared about donors and regents well i've just Selfie. heard of presidents there that people loved and people hated and it's like i have no Course, They're in yeah. the world of academia beyond anything beyond my wildest dreams. I couldn't possibly know enough about him whether to hate him or love him. But, the president of hitting that ass. but now people are going to view Ono as the guy that got Harbaugh to stay. So Oh, so he'll be the hero for a while because was oh, yeah. he well, a hero just, at one time? Just look at Twitter. <laughs> I mean, everybody's glad, you know, excited because Ono got this done. It's kind of embarrassing for Ward Manuel. Well, it's kind of a shame that it he went through all that negativity yeah. of interviewing for job after job. Is he related to Apollo? Calling the Panthers owner nonstop, badgering him nonstop. so hard the guy had to, Yoko. had to meet with him. Nonstop. Well, that's what he said. I know. <laughs> I mean, it sounded like Harbaugh was just, <laughs> was just literally redial. stalking him. <laughs> so you going to talk to me or what? Click. Anyway. So, 
If you're uh, facing a big financial decision like purchasing a new home, a new car, maybe even something cosmetic, like some of those uh, Gen Z people, it's important to know how how this decision could affect your current and future financial goals. And Luke Nowacki and his team at MFC Pinnacle Wealth Strategies are there to help you figure it out and uh, make sure that you've got all of your financial goals covered for today into the future. You can call Luke at 248-663-4748 for a complimentary consultation to see if your plan aligns with your goals. Securities Investment Advisory Services, offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Member FINRCP, whatever, okay, FINRA, <laughs> SIPC, Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. is separately owned in other entities, and our marketing names, products, and services reference here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Read that again. Is that part of That's good enough. Is that an enjoying part of the... Of the show for listeners. I don't even think we legally need to do that. Yeah, I know you have to, but... I don't know if we do. Oh. We're not broadcasting. You do on radio, yeah. Yeah, But if Luke wants us to do it, we're doing it. Just give Luke your money. Right. Well, anyway, public adjusters of Michigan are uh, great for this time of year when um, pipes burst and unexpected things happen because of extreme weather. They can get you more money. They can handle the claims process. So you don't even have to be a part of it. And you don't say something wrong that ruins the claim and bring in experts, not the insurance company, to help. So if you're in the middle of a claim or if it's if you're initiating a claim, call Pam. They guarantee to get you more than the insurance company offered. Call Pam first. Go to callpamfirst.com or click the logo on our website. And next big gift gui- gift buying holiday is Valentine's Day, so it's a perfect opportunity. Oh, God, that's coming up. Yep, to step up and buy whoever you're into lately, man or woman, or if it's a longtime relationship, a gift card for some tightening at Dr. Roche's office right now at the offices of Dr. Gregory Oh, it's a Roche. gift card for some tightening at Dr. Roche's office. <laughs> well, I mean, well, isn't that... would actually like that. Yeah, why not? Isn't really... Isn't it's from Dr. Roche! <laughs> it's a win-win. Awesome. Everybody wins. Yeah, but then... Then you can pile your boobs into a bikini and go on a Caribbean vacation. Uh, no, no doubt. In February. Uh, because it's a great time for breast saline or silicone. Breasts are Dr. Rush's specialties. Also, they have non-invasive breast lifts you should consider with body tight. Gravity winning the battle of Non-invasive the breast lips? Lifts. Oh, I thought they were lips for, for, <laughs> for nuzzling breasts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> breasts, the lips are coming back at you. It's crazy. Um... Snap them right back with uh, Body Tight, minimally invasive way to improve skin elasticity and underlying collagen, and 360 lipo, liposuction across your midriff and love handles, etc. See what they can do for you with a teller consultation at 248-338-1110, or go to drroche.com. Trudy, have some ghost budsters. Oh, man. How come they get unopened ones? Mine's open. What if you just... I opened it to look at it. Okay. Sorry. Wow. I can give you another one sealed. Deal. This is cool. <laughs> but I'm going to hold this on to this one, too. It's white and purple. Come on. This video has aged really well, by the way. Monsters! You seen the video? Not in a while. The best part is... Is it toward, clips from the movie? Towards the end, they have, um, you know, all the guys in the movie, like, singing along, which is not awkward at all. But then they have other people that were celebrities at that time. Oh, like Ron Jeremy? Uh, I don't know half of them. <laughs> Can we see it? I want to I see who was hot in uh, okay. 1984. Find the right one, yeah. And I remember playing this song on WFIC oh, in Collinsville, Virginia. Awful. At a terrible job I had in radio. My Actually, my first commercial... No. My second... Second... No, my first commercial radio job. That's right. That's my oh, first. Really? 15, 
Fifteen ten on your AM dial. <laughs> Maybe it was fifteen sixty. I can't remember. It was way the fuck over there. Wow. Oh, here it is. And wow, there are a lot of famous people in this. I mean, this is the That's part. why I love watching We Are the World to see who was so hot at that moment that they had to check their ego at a door, and then they did had no reason to have an ego like ten years later. Now, this part of the video is where the white woman is scared of the black man chasing her, <laughs> which is Ray Parker Jr. He's no, from Detroit. Right, who's that? Who's that? That was a celebrity. That was uh, oh, she's the head Laura of the Screen Actors Guild or something. It's Laura that's Ingalls. Melissa, yes. Who? Melissa Gilbert. Melissa Gilbert. Yeah, that's that Melissa is Gilbert. Gilbert. Yes. Right. Yeah. She's gotten older. <laughs> Sorry. I don't like how Ray Parker plays to the camera. All right, who's that guy? Uh, is that Nile Rogers? No, that guy's way too fat to be Nile okay. Rogers. Just guess. Just throwing out the green light thinking. I have no clue. <laughs> I can give you a list. <laughs> well, don't ruin it. No fun. I have no idea who that is. And there's clips from the movie. That was Sigourney Weaver. Busted makes him feel good, by the way. What a great line. <laughs> Let me, let me fast forward. Where are the rest? I'm afraid of no ghosts. All right, here we go. Who's <laughs> doing the dance? Oh, that's. Oh. Wait, who is that guy? Is that the guy from? Um, hey now. Uh, oh, is that is that Tambor, Jeffrey Tambor? Jeffrey Tambor, yes. Is he still bald? He's gotten older. Is, <laughs> Is he still canceled? He's canceled, right? The most popular, yes. most popular phrase in my house right now is, "I can't believe I'm bald." <laughs> and kids love it too. And he said it to me. I can't the other day. Bald. <laughs> Did they hear the drop? Oh, I play it all the time on my phone. Can't believe I'm bald <laughs> to an annoying level. Who you gonna call? Oh, that's George. That's Wyatt. George. El Franken. El Franken. <laughs> wow. He's got yeah, he was on SNL then. <laughs> Who you gonna call? I can't be. Who you gonna call? DeVito, all right. Yeah. Still relevant. Roll, yeah. Who's that? Oh. Shit. Who is that girl? She's very pretty. <laughs> no idea. Nope, nope. Brandon? No idea. I can't see it. Well, oh, Carly Simon. Oh, Carly Simon. Carly is that Carly? Simon? I think it is Carly. <laughs> I think that's Carly. She stops saying ghost part and says busters and smiles. Yeah, you, I recognize that mouth. Ow. Capacity six immediately. <laughs> Peter Falk. Why is Peter Falk? Because Columbo was big then. Okay. It was, kind of. Who's that? Oh, um. Oh, Terry Gar. Yep. That's Terry Gar. Terry Gar? Yeah, she was on Letterman all the time. Check it out. I can't believe I'm bored. <laughs> that's, that's Madeline with a Snapchat filter. Isn't that great? I can't believe I'm bald. Madeline's got a beard and she's got a bald head. Snapchat. <laughs> we make fun of my youngest daughter, Millie, doesn't have a lot of hair yet. And so Madeline always <laughs> runs around going, Millie, I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> she's she's trolling her. I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, I was going to bring up when... Um, uh, just as a follow-up to the Harbaugh thing was, I heard something. <laughs> By the way, the third comment on the Free Press article is, Joe Biden for prison! <laughs> to which someone replies, this is a sports topic and has no place for politics. Uh, like, politics are in every comment section of everything. It's so stupid. Why are you trying to police the comment section of the Free Press? I know, these people, 
They know each other. They all comment so much. They're yeah. all shitty. They know who went to what school, and they know to troll their school when they're trolling my school. Joe Biden for prison. Okay. I heard someone say, I'm not going to say who because I'm embarrassed for them, but they were talking about C.J. Stroud, mm-hmm. and he went to the NFL today, yep. as did the receiver from USC. Yep, uh, Edison, right? And they were waiting for the U.S. Re- the receiver from TCU. Did he go pro? He must have, right? I assumed he is. I haven't okay. seen the announcement. Anyway, um, C.J. Stroud hadn't said anything yet, and so they said, well, you know, there's it's a lot different now because, you know, he could make some money with NIL and, and uh, of course, get closer to having his degree by staying in the year. And it's like, <laughs> get closer to having his degree. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. You think that has something to do with C.J. Stroud's decision? No, I don't think it does I mean, one Why bit. are people still pretending that the best college players in college football give a shit about well, going to school? Okay, well, yeah, the very, very best. Of course they don't. But not only that, they can always go back and get their degree anyway. Well, they have Jawan this chance did. to make money now. Yeah, that's it's just dumb. Yeah, no, I just really had to chuckle. But, but some I'm, people have, they have a little money and they have a little equity in the game of making the pretense that, you know, it's still... An amateur sport. It's really interesting, though. NIL has changed because Blake Corum's coming back, due in part to NIL and getting money from him. So are the the two offensive linemen. Zach Zinter's coming back and Trevor Keegan. I can't get over that that Blake Corum can't make a lot of money in the NFL. I guess I just overestimated him. Probably. I mean, he had an incredible year. Yeah, so I, I would have I'm, never I'm thought surprised. that he would be better know. off financially by staying in college, which I don't is know. pretty I, funny. Personally, I just think that uh, with the way that running backs just die out in the NFL, it might be a good idea to stick around while you're hot in college to make the most NIL money you can and then get your entry-level NFL contract. Because yeah. if Except, you look at these running backs, a lot of them don't make it past three years. Yep. But if you carry the ball a lot, that's another year carrying the ball, which sure. I think is not good in terms of his NFL future. But maybe he has a better year and he... Gets drafted higher. I don't know. Probably buys insurance. Yeah, I don't know what they would, what the payout would be. High but, premium. Um, let's see. There was something else in my mind. My mind. My mind. Was it the uh, the plane crash? You see, we had another plane crash. Yeah, there was a near one and there was a real one. I saw the video of the guy videotaping the plane getting that's, into a crash and not reacting at all. It. Apparently, he wasn't looking out the window. He was just recording. No, he was smiling. He's like, hey, this is really cool. And then all what, of a sudden... No one in the plane is screaming. Apparently, in some countries, when you fly, uh, they expect you to crash because <laughs> nobody reacted in the plane. Did you see the video? No. This I video is fucking insane. Bizarre. Insane. <laughs> He's just filming out the window. Everything's fine at this point, right? <laughs> We're just flying really low. Smiling to the camera. Pause he it dies in sec. like five seconds. This is crazy. Pause it for a sec. Are they in trouble right now? Do they know they're in trouble? I mean, they're, they're, they're so about to crash. So I know crash that, but, really soon. but there's no oxygen mask. I mean, do they? No. There's I don't know. This, this is in Nepal, so, you know, they might have different rules. There might not be any masks. <laughs> this isn't. <laughs> they don't even have oxygen. No, because this is quick, man. <laughs> Facebook Live streaming. He's thinking of Judd jumping off at the last minute. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty All horrific. All of a sudden, I'm in a giant fire. Oh, my God! Oof. Pretty horrific. Oh, dear. Yeah, I think oh they God. just all died so fast that there you wasn't a lot flames. of screamings. I, I, I cannot believe that's that. That's a good had, camera. I can't believe you had that great of um, web access, internet access connection. 
live streaming. Think about that next time you see someone on Zoom and it just clonks out for no reason. That's crazy. That guy was able to keep his connection through a plane crash. And and it was a good camera because the fire didn't affect it. Have you seen yeah. the, the other video from the person on the ground in their apartment building? Yeah, who turns off the the plane is like going... And he tilts it So mad at He turns the camera to his fucking flowers. The whole internet is so mad at this good, guy. I'm too good. I'm not the only... <laughs> Everyone is livid at this person and also pointing out that they have old feet. Gross feet. Because <laughs> their feet are in the video too. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I want to see that. Like, but I've got gross feet and sandals instead of seeing that plane crash. Jesus. He's like Rick rolled us out. He's like, check out this cool plane crash I caught. And here's my gross feet. Oh, that was wild. But that but that video really showed that it seemed like it was pretty quick. Like everything's fine. And then all of a sudden, poof. Well, I mean, if you ever seen, uh, what is that, Final Destination where, you know, all of a sudden the plane explodes. I mean, that happened a lot faster than it did in the movie. As soon as something exploded, they were all gone within like two seconds. That was a movie. No, I'm talking about the real life Nepal one that we just watched. Oh. And here's the other. Well, here's one of the other videos of this Nepal. Yeah, this crash. is a different one. Than well, I haven't seen this one. Yeah, this, this better have gross feet in it, Brandon. It's doing good. Well, it's all it's cool. like I don't know why they're following it. It looks like everything's okay. Wait, it's, it's flying it's stupid solo. Plane. Everything's fine. Oh, so is, is that part of By it? By the way, it nice camera work. They can't there even it keep is. the thing see? in the fucking oh, it's center. On fire. It's on fire. Oh, my God. It blew up the uh, cabin. That's why they all died so fast. I just said, that plane's on fire. <laughs> in Naples. You know. It is on fire. Turn your phone sideways, dude. He said, yeah, he that had, plane's going down. He has to keep correcting. <laughs> Holy cow. Wow, man. Oh, it's really coming down, isn't it? Die. I'm just translating. <laughs> oh, holy oh, God, that was fast. It's not how you land a plane. The plane was upside down. Yeah. Oh, my God, oh. explosion. I never saw that. Vi- I didn't see that one yet. That was the first wow, time I watched that. I hadn't seen that either. Jeez. Yikes. This is the, this is the gross feet guy, right? No, Oh, no, it's, it's a different one. No, jeez. Where's so many that? people. Where's Maybe he got scrubbed off the internet because of his gross feet. <laughs> Probably. And his stupid plants. The internet voted it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. We don't want to see every plane crash video. Hey, Brandon, I think we better call Bob at... Oh, yeah. we you, Everybody's Before yelling at us on the boner line because we forgot to ask him about the fucking song. Oh, yeah, about... about uh, John C. Uh, Riley. John C. Riley, yeah. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, internet. <laughs> Late one night, <laughs> I was lying in bed. <laughs> I woke up to find... John C. Riley making up a song as he goes head. along. <laughs> I didn't know whether to cry or scream. All I knew was I was missing my ding-a-ling. My ding-a-ling. <laughs> Lost ding-a-ling. Lorena had taken my ding-a-ling. How, how, many, how many monthly listeners last time? I love the synth work on this. That was great. There were 15, which included the three of us. What do you think it's up to now? So oh, wow. 26. 24. <laughs> what, people? <laughs> on Spotify, under John Wayne Bob. John Bobbitt, right? Yeah, John Wayne Bobbitt. Let's give him some monthly listeners. I just stood there with no ding Bye, ding Who is singing along with this with him? So we need to find out. I predict John doesn't know. Does he even know this thing exists? Probably not. It's in his name. The Spotify account. 
out to check the grass. I think it's a scam by John C. Riley. Could be. For some familiar ass. <laughs> he didn't understand all of the looking until he heard, hey, there's the ding a John? Please leave your message oh. for John Wayne. John Wayne. John Wayne Bobbitt. Hey, John. You're a Mike show in Detroit. Want to celebrate that Buffalo Bills win? That was a wild game. And we were listening to uh, My Dingling 2, your song on your Spotify account. We had some serious questions about that. Anyway, uh, call us back if you get a chance, or we'll call you back tomorrow. I said, hey, you never lost your dingling. My dingling was um, sliced dingling. Was John C. Riley? When did he become such a big actor that he wouldn't have done this? Hmm. Probably because um, John was very active. Boogie Nights, you think? I don't know, man. He's been around for a long time. He's had a lot of great movies, but he still does really small things. He still does the adult. Well, he did the Adult the Swim John, show. The John Bobbitt song. Really? That's really. That's really I could see him John doing Bobbitt it. singing it. That is not John C. Riley. That is not John Bobbitt. That's yes, it not is. John. You've Bobbitt. heard John Bobbitt talk. He doesn't sound anything like that. Yeah, because he does the last line in the song to act as if he sang the whole thing. <laughs> it's a brilliant move. <laughs> it was quite a move. <laughs> I love how it's one take, too. <laughs> I mean, by everybody, they're like, we're not going to do this a second time. Well, John probably didn't have time. <laughs> God, I'm glad I got my back to my There's the gross feet. Oh, you found it? Oh, it cuts out before the gross feet come oh in, I think. Why God. is that video, like... Look at this. Things turning, and the guy goes down. Oh, look at my flowers. Gross <laughs> feet. And then he turns on my gross flowers and my gross feet. I bet mean, you go to that guy's social media, you know how... I don't know if you've ever seen that, where a news agency will reach out, like... Hey, Drew, can we use this yes. video? I know. I bet you people reach out to me and say, yeah, but cut it off before my gross feet. I'm taking a pounding for it. It was the first one up there, I think. Yeah, yeah. It really was. Okay, so uh, we had a big RIP weekend, which um, you talk about having a bad day. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley, of course, she passed away right after the show, yeah. which was inconvenient for us. Is Lockwood pumped, the hat guy? Oh, yeah, he's all... Over it. He gets he gets Graceland then. No, well, no, they're I've talking got, about who gets Graceland. Hold on, I have much more to say about yeah. the hat douche right. coming up. Okay. Uh, but uh, not only did Larissa Lurie Presley have a bad day, Robbie Knievel had a very bad day. He died. Wow. No. And I have a question. It better have been during a stunt. No. What? He had cancer. Oh. He did. Yeah. And apparently it was you know for quite a while nobody knew. But anyway, here's my question: Robbie or Evil Knievel? Who do you favor? Evil. Oh, evil. Evil. Okay. I just wondered. Because I felt the same way. It's like, Robbie, he never even crashed. No. Evil, I mean, went over the Caesar's Palace yes. uh, waterfalls or whatever and, and had the incredible wave out. Incredible wave on the Astrodome. I mean, it seems like it was almost, you. it was impossible to wipe out name, by the time Name Robbie a Robbie stunt. Didn't he jumped a one? bunch of buses once. I <laughs> yeah, I think that. it was the first one he to jump like, the Bellagio. 30 limos. The yeah, he jumped limos. I was like, what's the big deal with jumping limos? The USS Intrepid? <laughs> Wait. He supposedly Wait. jumped the Grand Canyon. I don't even remember didn't. that. I don't think that happened. That, they made they, it didn't up. he say that that was a uh, motorcycle, but it was really a rocket, sort of? That was or? evil. That was oh, evil. That was yeah. Snake, yeah. Snake Canyon. Snake River, yeah. It's kind of a ruse. 
Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, no, good job. I mean, the best point. thing the best thing Robbie ever gave us was his uh, daughter singing an anthem. <laughs> I was wondering why I was putting in the tags, and when I put in Robbie Knievel, the only thing that we have in the tags is Robbie Knievel's kid. <laughs> yeah, and oh, international you know anthem about was, that, Brandon? was not well received. Now. Okay, it was not terribly well received. <laughs> I yeah. distinctly remember Mike Clark really tagging her. Brandon, this would be a good opportunity to play the acoustic version of "You Had a Bad Day." <laughs> We're talking about uh, some bad days. Robbie Bachman died too of the Bachman Turner Overdrive. Right. Well, which, no, he wasn't. Was he was yes. in a different band, wasn't he? Well, he was. Randy's. But he was. Oh, the, he was the drummer Randy's. in BTO. Oh, he was. Randy Bachman was, of course, the leader of the band. Then um, Randy Bachman had his brother Tim Bachman on rhythm and guitar. Robbie Bachman on drums with bassist Fred Turner. Now I don't know why it wasn't the Bachman 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 Turner Overdrive. <laughs> right. <laughs> Doesn't that seem weird? Wow. I can believe that somebody actually uploaded Robbie Knievel's daughter singing the national anthem, but not the TV version. They were actually there. Isn't this going to sound like garbage? Yes. (laughs) I think she was 12. Were they saving money by doing this? By having his daughter I do it? I would think so, yeah. She probably asked. Or Is it nope. appropriate to have the anthem before you jump to your possible death? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's America, baby. They had a flyover, too, Drew. They did? Yeah, that seems even oh, so more. they had to save money for the flyover. Doesn't so that seem more ridiculous? I mean, yes. when you have a flyover, it's way cooler than any stunt he's going to do. <laughs> well, a flyover, if the, if the plane was just about to run out of gas, that would be cool. <laughs> Uh-oh. Ah. Uh-oh. Somebody said, uh oh. Oh no, don't do that. Wow. Uh oh. Big finish. What? She's just yelling at us. <laughs> Here comes the flyover. Whoa! Robbie Knievel's daughter with the national anthem. Here's the flyover. Sweet. This is on television. Only two planes. This is on TV. What do you have against the acoustic version of Daniel Powder, Brandon? I don't have it. I sent it to you. Really? Yeah, like two weeks ago. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago? I mean, the normal version is good enough. I was, I was looking I thought it was it. kind of a... I'll find it. I thought it was funny to have the... Um, that there oh, was there actually an acoustic is. version of that. That's why I didn't save it. You, you sent me a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't... I okay. think I was unable to send it. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I sent you a picture of that TikTok uh, thing, too, which was really crazy. <laughs> oh, 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 man, he did wipe out on that. He landed fine, and then the, the cycle just went. You, you said he jumped the Grand Canyon. So when you think of the Grand Canyon, don't you think of the really expansive yes. view? And I think he found the smallest part of the Grand Canyon, and boy, did he wipe out. 
Oh, it's just the piano version. This is the softest song. No. You can't get the leaves in the mouth. It definitely has the the Robbie Knievels, Lisa Represses in mind, I think, when he did this. <laughs> tell me your blue skies fade to gray. And tell me your passion's gone away. And I don't need no care, no. This has 475 million streams. Ah, why is it so fun to watch Knievels wipe out? Because they ragdoll. Oh, he's fine. Look at him. They're helping him out of there because just to act as if he's injured. Get away from these idiots. Come here, Dan. What? He's hugging people. Oh, Eve. I love how they have the person's wife there, too. Because he had a bad day. Well, this version is cool. Is there another Knievel coming up the ranks to do tricks? Kristen. Kristen Knievel. She should turn in that microphone and hop on that motorcycle. Um, isn't it silly to have the person's wife there like, your husband's just about to die. What do you think? It's brilliant. <laughs> no, it's insane. It's like, no, this is idiotic. This is so stupid. If there's any risk at all. Why are you here? By the way, he wiped, He landed perfectly and he wiped out because there's no road there. He's just driving through no, desert. No, they couldn't pave that little area. Of course really? they could have. Why are they saving so much money to have his daughter sing the anthem? They didn't even pave the landing area. Oh, rent. <laughs> Look at this. That's a cool, that's cool uh, footage, though, from the camp. Over the Grand Canyon. It's like he landed and in the jungle. Here is the landing <laughs> way down the landing ramp. So that's why they were talking about perhaps oh, a new no. easy. Who is this yucker? In terms of distance. And then you'll be able We've to interviewed him. The the landing ramp. We've interviewed him before. Over the bar that we lose the camera. Which guy is he? He's the guy that did all the like men versus beast on oh, Fox. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, his last was his last name Thompson. I swear we've interviewed him before. That sounds really familiar. He works like in uh, Los Angeles television. So he's, he's taking all those. Yeah, videos. he had all those hilarious promos on yeah, Fox back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are funny. Um, Lisa Marie Presley, uh, oh my God. I, I read a few very extensive articles on basically how she blew all that money out her ass. On hats. Mm -hmm. Because it was virtually impossible. Elvis has generated, they believe, close to $2 billion. Wow. And he blew a lot of it out his own ass. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it was made after he died. In fact, they said that right now, his, his image, music, etc., is worth probably half a million to a billion dollars because there's so much money in it. Huh. So anyway, what happened annual? was... Is that annual? No, not annually. But just if you had to sell it, if you're going to buy it, that's what it would cost. Wasn't she making a hundred grand a month, I thought I read, from... At one time she was, but... <laughs> What happens is is really insane. I mean, there's a lot of, I think what you're going to, as I read this, you're going to think, God, if she'd only had Jamie Spears <laughs> to put her in a, in a, in a conser conservation except, or whatever. Except that would be Elvis, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Who isn't well, She needed Jamie Spears. <laughs> she needed the colonel. And, um, and I remember when Jamie Spears was getting so much shit because he was getting paid like 14 grand a month or something. Yeah. A lot of people were saying, that's nothing for that. That kind of job, people take giant chunks of money to manage estates like that. But in this case, okay, so Elvis' estate. Jamie is a, Spears is a dick. They said it earns approximately $40 million a year. Wow. 
Um, and plus Elvis was dead, so he couldn't fuck up the value by dating a 14-year-old again. Or something like that. <laughs> that's a good, that's a great point. So he's so dead. He's dead and he's going to stay dead. I mean, they needed him dead. Because he could do things in life that could fuck up his value, but sure, not in death. Yeah. Mm. Right. So in 2004, Lisa Marie is just, she turned 25 and she was turned loose. And apparently she's a manic spender. Oh, just really? a crazy spender. And it's like the Beverly Hills inheriting a million dollars or a hundred million dollars. Oh, the hillbillies? The Beverly yeah. hillbillies. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Just no clue, except she doesn't have Dr. Drysdale <laughs> to manage the money. So seriously, she has no fucking clue. And in 2004, they realized that Lisa, you're twenty million in debt. What are you doing? Twenty. She's million. been buying. She buys multiple houses. She just Castles, sells them. Right? Did she buy a castle too? She did. Yeah. Later. Yeah. So they're like, she's like, I need money. I need a chunk of money. I got to pay off this debt. And so like, Lisa, can't you just cool it with your spending? She's like, I know, but I got to pay this off. It's my money, and I need it now. So, she sells eighty-five percent of the Elvis rights, which is like eighty-five percent. For a hundred million dollars to the company that owned American Idol. Oh, I was so, burying a beaver. She, the, here's the thing: after taxes and paying the the person who was representing her, she only made forty million dollars out of a hundred million. So it was really kind of a questionable move because taking the income, they take a ton of money away, and she got twenty five percent stock in this American Idol company, C C K X. Hmm. So she made forty million. But she had to pay twenty million in debt right away, so she's only got twenty million, and she spends like a maniac. Still, well, I'm yeah. sure she curbed her spending after that. Right? Oh yeah, she really did. Okay, good. By 2015, she was only sixteen million dollars in debt, <laughs> oh, so she was spending at a much lower pace by 2015. <laughs> so obviously, when you realize, oh my god, I'm spending all my fucking money, and then some, what am I going to do? Sue the American Idol company. There's <laughs> no other option for making me do they a bad must deal. Have ripped you off. And she said her financial people had lied about her estate and she wouldn't have spent $40 million from 2005 to 2008 right. if she only knew. Well, she proved them right with her spending afterwards. <laughs> so then the person who was in charge of all this said, but I used to bring her statements and she would say, just take it. I don't want to read it. I can't read it anyway. I don't want it. And somebody will get a hold of it and they'll read it. Oh, my God. So she refused to read any and she refused to take their advice to spend less money, according to them. She was literally like the Beverly Hillbillies without Drysdale. So she knows next to nothing about finance. Nothing. Um, this, by the way, sidebar, I read a story that was, a, was like a link to this story that was about how Britney just bought this giant new mansion. I know. Yeah, in Calabasas somewhere. Moved in and three weeks later said, I don't like it. I'm going to flip it. And moved back to her old house. Yeah, and so they said that not only have property values gone down mm -hmm. since she bought it, like she started losing money the minute she bought it, but she had to pay 7% real estate fees. Oh so she's losing a lot of money in this house. So anyway, Lisa Sam must have been livid. Fuck Sam. <laughs> Sam knows there's enough left for him. Yeah. So Lisa Marie, you know, um, she's on this budget that she doesn't know about. So she buys homes in Hawaii, California, and the 15th century manor house, 15th century in the UK, which she spent millions fixing. Yeah. She spent $9 million fixing up the 15th century manor. Really? She's allegedly, according to this, the financial manager said, I really advised her that she wasn't going to get that money back. It really wasn't a good idea, and she didn't have it anyway. But I kind of want to start doing that, though, when the financial advisor says things. Just going, I don't want to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I guess it gives her some protection. I don't want to look at it. So, anyway. I don't want to be disturbed unless it's an emergency. 
in 2015, realizing she's in all this terrible debt, she tries to sell this this manor house for 15 million or something or 16 million, and there's no buyers, and they gradually lower the price, gradually lower, 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 until 2021, she sells it for. Four million dollars. Oh. She spent nine million fixing it up. Oh, who bought it? Uh, I don't know who bought it. It's not a big market Russian for oligarch. castles, are there? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, right. But then, so she's suing her money manager, and in her lawsuit, she claimed that the Hawaii and California houses, the other two houses she has left, that the mortgages were more than the house is worth, which is like what? <laughs> What's the mortgage? Four million a month? How is that possible? How could the mortgage be more than the house is worth? I'm sure somebody said, oh my God, Lisa Marie must have written this down. This, what the fuck? <laughs> what is she talking about? But I think she meant that she had refinanced it and refinanced and oh, refinanced okay, yeah, and yeah. refinanced. And, and she, so she had this huge mortgage. Wow. And then um, they did determine, though, in the course of, uh, of digging into this lawsuit, that she'd been paying Barry Siegel $700,000 a year to manage her money. Oh, really? And she was $16 million in debt by 2016, so I don't even know how he got paid. Well, I mean, <laughs> he wrote the check, so <laughs> well, we got to make sure Barry Siegel gets paid first. Seven hundred grand a year? She only got $40 million. So just paying him would have wiped out her money in, what, 40 years, 50 years, 50-some oh, years. God. It would have wiped out her money completely. What an idiot. No, I know. It doesn't make Lisa Marie sound like a very sound financial thinker. I'm shocked, though, I mean, with her background. That's true. No, Elvis is a lot more responsible with money than Lisa Marie. Because he, he could go on tour and generate more. If they could just dig up Elvis and make him tour, she would have been okay. Well, I mean, he's on everything. They have, he's so licensed and marketed. Yeah, I saw so many pictures of like uh, Lisa Marie and Elvis, and they're together now. Heaven now. And the same thing with Lisa and Michael. They're together. Oh, Randy Bachman said that um, that Robbie Bachman, he said, maybe Jeff Beck needed a drummer. <laughs> I know. God, I hate it when people say that. <laughs> so, enter the hat douche. Yeah. Yeah. Hat douche enters a picture in like 2006 or something. They have two kids. He was not... I don't think he's the guardian of those kids, though. I think she was. She was, yeah. And now the he stepfather wants, yeah. is trying to take him, and Locke was like, I don't want my kids back! God damn it, I want my kids back! Well, the it's stepfather like, oh, is her first husband, who she had the two children with, the one who uh, had committed suicide. Keo. And the one who's an actress, Riley. Yeah, Riley Keo. uh-huh. So Lockwood has been suing her for over a decade now, demanding income so he, so he can enjoy a lifestyle that is closer to his marital status of living. That's the term they use. But well, you got out of your marital status. Why do you get that I lifestyle? He deserves the same lifestyle because he, you know, he was the lesser partner. He needs more hats. And he had finally, he kept demanding these ridiculous amounts of money. He finally said, look, this is my last offer. $263,000 a year for me and $40,000 a month in child support. What? Yeah, and he wasn't the custodial parent. He only what had the kids he occasionally. Was he child support? So the court told him that not only is she $16 million in debt, but she hasn't paid taxes for years. Yeah, she didn't so. pay taxes. Either. That's the other little boo-boo she had. She forgot about taxes. Oh, my God. Taxes? What? What did they tell me? Well, can't she just blame that Barry guy? She should. And for seven hundred grand a year, you'd think he could do her fucking taxes. Yeah. But he didn't. I mean, I... I'm, Starting now, to have a little bit of sympathy. It's another she's misunderstanding. Kid. This stuff happens. She died her way out of it. Then I think she did. That, that was no. her strategy. Probably. Well, if I just die, I won't have to deal with this anymore. <laughs> anyway, he settled. Hat douche actually settled for ten thousand dollars a month. 
Wow. He was, oh she had God. to pay that fuck face 10 grand a month. Oh, my God. But he sued. The, so he was making his 10 grand a month up Lisa Marie. By the way, had no other source of income. None. Zero. Well, get used to it because that's my main move. I'm a healthy biped. My only source of income and the only hope I have for income is whatever Lisa Marie can spare me. That's it. <laughs> I can't make any more money. None. I'm, I have no skills. What is, isn't he a musician? musician. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. But his music makes no money. <laughs> but he looks cool. So then in 2021, Lisa Marie signed a $1 million book deal and also uh, signed to be a consultant on the Elvis biopic. Okay. So Hat Douche took her to court immediately and said, I get some of that money! What? Oh How can you I get some that? of that money! How can he reopen... An asshole she had spewed out all her income in the court case and then said she has more money now I get some of it oh my god so um, picture look at this picture of him with a, a stove hat a top hat that is like uh, I don't know 12 those hats are not cheap and look at that tie he has it's like six inches wide. What? A, oh I hate this guy who's, who's that, that who's hot that chick, chick with him what is a hot chick doing with that guy it's his new wife. What? Get out of here. She likes hats, man. She loves them. Well, and why can't he get accustomed to that marital Wait, so, lifestyle? So he probably tells her, hey, look, I get 10 grand a month from Lisa Marie Presley. We're good. She's like, oh, wow, he's successful. He makes pretty good money. No, no, seriously, I mean, this is a serious question. Can't Couldn't she go back and say, well, now he's got a new marital lifestyle? No, she makes no money and has no skills, too. No, I know, but... How does that work? Couldn't she do that though and say you've got I, this I guess going? If that lady I, makes I, any money. I, I don't still know. don't understand how he reopens a, a divorce. People settlement do it all the time. It doesn't always work. It depends work. on the state you're in. His attorneys are extremely aggressive. Oh my god! So um, anyway, just start taking the hats off his head. Remember, remember <laughs> the. There is a picture of him without his top hat. But remember, uh, was it '97 after the Wings won? I forgot who the Channel Seven guy was. Oh, Mike Mike uh, Huckman. Was, was no, Huckman. no, not Mike Huckman. It was the other the guy. That Work with Denise the door, yeah, and so he had a baseball hat on, like Wings champion. Somebody took it off, and he was really pissed because he had a hat head. Someone took it off. Yeah, can they start doing he that was to lock? Fucking mad. In interviews, just interview him on the street, so someone can go yoink. You know, it's funny. The comments on the story, which is all about her blowing all her money, yeah. most of the comments were about hat douche. It was yeah, funny. no one hey, likes him. Um, one guy said, "A hat guy's cash cow passed away. Get a job." <laughs> oh my god. And somebody oh, said, "Wow, looks like Lockwood lives off Elvis cash. Grow a set, asshole." I, I, everybody agrees with that, though. I know it's such bullshit. I find that when when women seem to be draining people for cash, people have more sympathy. When it's a dude like that, dick. Yeah, I have no sympathy whatsoever. None, mm-hmm. absolutely none. I'm like, you fucking loser. But uh, people were also very. Oh God. How a lot of people were bitching because they didn't reveal how much money she gave to Scientology. And that manor she bought oh, in England was yeah. right near Scientology headquarters in the UK, and apparently she dumped Scientology in 2014. She's no longer part of it. When did, she sell, the ca- her. When did she sell the castle? 2021. Oh, okay. I wonder if they would have just bought it, because that's what that's their big move, well, is to buy deal. real, real that's estate. True. Yeah. By the way, Lockwood is 61. Yeah. Is he? He's really grayed out the last couple of years. But he's got like he's no. The reason he hair. looks younger is he has no stress at all. He just gets a check every month from Lisa Marie Presley. That's his only issue in life. <laughs> What's your secret <laughs> to longevity? Hey, you wait. get a check from Lisa Marie every what month. Are, what are the five <laughs> things stress. to know about um, Lisa Marie's ex? Well, oh. we all know what number one is. <laughs> Oh, okay. Let's just no skills. <laughs> Number one, Michael is from Hawthorne, California. Oh, who cares? Just so you know. Oh, he's a producer and Number a guitarist. Two, he is a musician, just so you guys know. 
Uh, he's worked with B, uh, Bijou Phillips and Fiona Apple and Ben no, Taylor. No, he has not. No one knows How could he make that? no money if he worked with those people? Number three, he became Lisa Marie's fourth husband in 2006. Bloop. Number four, Lisa Marie reportedly filed for divorce from Michael in June of 2016 and allegedly cited irreconcilable differences. And number five, Michael is best known for working with Lisa so Marie. So nothing. Absolutely great, nothing. He was her lead guitarist. What bullshit. I just realized, you know what her type is? People that aren't good with money. Because <laughs> Jackson, right? Yeah. Yep. And um, who's the actor? Nicholas Cage. Cage, yeah. Not good with money. Yeah. Lockwood yeah. has no money. As Jackson's ex-wife, shouldn't she have gotten some money for that divorce? I mean, yeah. she had a lifestyle That's with hard, Jackson. Price. Sure, they had a pretty ironclad uh, prenup. He has I, good lawyers. I thought it was really fun. I, mean, I can't tell you how many times I read the uh, daughter, the only living heir of Elvis Presley, and the ex-wife of Michael Jackson. <laughs> that was part of her opus. Well, like, that's what get out of here. That's what a lot of people know her for. What is the hat that he's got on there? It's like one of those Russian uh, fur hats. Yeah, fur hats. What the fuck? He's in California. What an idiot. No, he is. I swear. I think he needs to be stoned to death. Can't we just surround him and stone Jesus. him to death? I mean, oh, look at that! Had it with him. There he is without his hat, but it looks that's like a, a wig. wig. He's wearing a wig there. Yeah, that's Specter esque. You know, he dresses up a lot too. So I think he spends all the ten grand on clothes. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's all hats and ties. Because if you, I never noticed this before, but all of his ties are fucking goofy too. Hey, can you look him up? Can you see if he's listening. <laughs> he's, like, he's like those Gen Z people, right? He's living at home, so he's gonna <laughs> spend all his money on luxury goods. He's in mourning. Are you sure you want to try to call him right now while he's in mourning? Well, yeah, oh, mourning. He's celebrating. Tell him we're sorry. I mean, but, but he's celebrating because, I mean, how is he still going to receive money? He'll find a way. How did she's died? 61. Well, the thing is that the estate will be a lot more rational. Lisa Marie's like, don't give him a cent! Oh. At Lisa Marie pushing them not to give him a fucking cent. Fuck him! <laughs> she hates him so much, but the estate won't hate him as much. They'll just see him as a nuisance, and they'll just write him a nuisance check. <laughs> All right, I got... <laughs> he is a nuisance. Won't they? Nuisance. All right, let's give this phone phone number a shot. Any uh, songs about hats? Men with hats, maybe? Sure, I'll find some hats. Um, wait, you can leave your hat on, Joe Cocker. <laughs> That's the only way I can. I don't of. want him to leave his wait. hat on. Um, it's funny. I immediately think of men without hats. <laughs> Safety dance does seem like a better song. <clears throat> Come on, Lockwood. He's probably going to get his hat before he answers the phone. <laughs> it's funny, everyone knows the hat douche. Yeah. If you say, Lisa. Michael? Hey, oh, hold on one second. Lock up. loud. One second. Hold on. Locks. Hold on just a second. Fake second. <laughs> Yeah, real funny, Lockwood. Leave me a message. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> oh, you're a real card, Lockwood. Um, <laughs> all right, we're just calling. I uh, feel bad. Um, if this is the, are you the the hat guy, the Mike, the Lisa Marie Presley hat guy? Yeah. Um, we're just trying to reach for comment, and maybe you could help us with our eulogy for for Lisa Marie. Thank you so much. You really got me. You all look good. You're getting all dressed up. I got some advice for you. You're not dressed up until you got a top hat. <laughs> you gotta wear a top hat because a top hat looks very, very good. Looking really good. 
wearing your top hat. Is that the, is that the best <laughs> Michael Lockwood? Says, Look at that man. He looks so good in his Brandon? Yeah, that's that's his number. Okay. Oh, really? You think that's the hat douche? Seriously? For sure. Yeah. Well, the, the nature of the douchey answering machine. Message. That's true. Yeah. Um, how about the TikTok, Brandon? Remember the TikTok from Friday? Thursday? About the girl that butted in line? Yeah, you put on your poop hat. Your poop hat? No one gets in your way. Oh, no, no way. You got your poop hat. You don't have to stop and make conversation. Everybody knows what you got to do. You got to go to the bathroom, hurry up and do poo. Uh-oh. You know you know, Lockwood has a poop hat. Poop hat. Yeah. I want to know what yeah. that was inspired by. I, I, think, I think Matt was reaching on that one. But I got to tell you, the top hat song. Did you find it, Brandon? Yeah. Okay, this TikTok is somebody <laughs> recorded this girl buds in line. Like, there's a whole oh, lot yeah. of people in line. Right. And this girl buds to the front because she's hot. Uh-huh. And when somebody gets on her ass, she says, what did she say? Because I'm fucking beautiful. Like, why do you get to go to the front of the line? She's like, because I'm fucking gorgeous right. or something, yeah. and I have 70,000 followers. Yeah. So they throw a beer on her. <laughs> TikTok. Let's see. Where am I looking? Like what? Uh, toward the front line. There she is up. She's up at the front with her giant tits. See the blonde hair? Oh, look at yeah, that somebody's face. already yelling at her. She does got giant tits. Okay, pause for a second. Yeah. You can't pause. Can you? Can you? Okay. She. Um, people are yelling. People are pissed. Yeah. And she's just responding like, uh, look, I'm hot as fuck, and I got 70,000 followers. And, and she's like right back in their faces. She is the one? She is, yes. That girl with the gigantic tits. Kind of hammy. Arm. Who's also kind of fat, if you yeah, ask me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got she's got 70,000 followers. <laughs> Take that girl. Crack look, look at all the phones out. I'm obnoxiously beautiful. Ugly old beast, you fucks, you fucking skank, you bitch, I'll beat you up. That's what she said to somebody complaining. She's mentioned her, she's mentioned her followers and she got a big, ooh. It's like our audience is in the line. Sticks her tongue out at the lady in back of her, bitching. Oh, wow. What a fucking beast. Okay, and heads up. Oh, she pulls her by the hair, and she loses her beer. Oops. Oh, and she throws her beer on the other girl. Oh, are, do her boobs pop out? Hopefully. No, they did not. What'd she pick up? Oh, her purse, which she dropped. So now she's going to chase after the girl that pulled her hair. She's going to get her back because nobody beats her. She has 70,000 followers. America. 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 Chases the lady, does nothing once she gets there. Really? Yeah. Now, you'd think she would have maybe learned that that's not really... Oh, and there's the girl laughing who pulled her hair. <laughs> What's interesting in the comments here, this one is her. She's watched this video and commented on it herself. And she wrote, hi, I'm not that old. God, G-A-W. Is that really her? Or was that the girl yelling at her? Well, that I thought that was Yeah, this name. is the girl who pulled her hair. Oh, that's the girl that pulled. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, because I think somebody said this, the older chick behind her pulled her hair or something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, 
She's actually pretty. She should yeah. have 70,000 followers yeah. more than the other bitch. Yeah, I'm Shannon, and I was born in 1988, so I'm not that old. I don't understand how the video got so big. I have a cat, by the way. I, he's 14 years old, and he's been diagnosed with diabetes. I gotta tell you, God, could you be more cliche TikTok? According to Charlotte, <laughs> she's old, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Sure. Anybody before, born before 1995 is old in Charlotte's mind. Well, it's all relative, isn't it? Oh, I'm like, come on, man. Well, that reminded me of somebody else who has followers. Did, did anybody see GMA did a story about, thank God, LSU is providing mm-hmm. security mm-hmm. for Olivia Dunn, yep. the influencer who has 6.8 million followers, and these obnoxious teenage boners are showing up at her gym meets. Yeah. Her LSU gymnastics meets. Well, and, and the truth of the matter is, it's like this fucking stadium is full of boners. Yeah. It's just full of teenage boners who are screaming for her. She's not even in the meet. You know, the, the so in- people are complaining, well, these people here, they don't even know me, and I'm on the team. Yeah, <laughs> the annoying thing is they're like, well, football players and basketball players get tons of security for their events. I'm like, yeah. do they, though? Do they really? All that security? I, I don't think so. I don't think those boners. They're all like 15-year-old guys. Look at this guy. They're all young guys. <laughs> well, I guarantee you. We're looking you. at her continuous display of skankiness on Instagram. <laughs> all of her followers are those guys and then old creeps like me who would never go to an event like that. Yeah, well, I was reading through the responses. On, I mean, it's disgusting. I can't understand this phenomenon. I guess if you make enough money, whatever. Yeah. Enthusiastic fans sound like a good thing, but they these fans point are turning out the up boners here, which is what pisses me off. <laughs> the no. gymnastics meet, but a su- social media superstar. It's created gen- Oh, nice interview. Superstar? Is that really a superstar? No, oh, she's super hot. What's going on here? I don't know, it's a file. Oh my god, look at them all. It's like, By the way, don't all those boners look the same? Yes, they do. Yeah, I guess it's just a bad uh, internet connection, Brandon. Really? Yeah, I mean, that's how it's playing back. It's not me. Disrupting the routines of other athletes at a season opening meet at the University of Utah earlier this month. Look at the stands. They're full. Have you ever seen a gymnastics, college gymnastics meet with a full stands? That's a good thing. All these people are exposed to gymnastics. New safety measures for its gymnastics team to ensure all of its athletes. No, that's not that meet because you can tell there's nobody in the the crowd. (laughs) Dude, this is the coach. Yeah, it's just it's just a bad. Do I have to go on? Honestly, yeah. She should either quit the team or quit social media. Oh. I don't think she should have to do either, to tell you the truth. She she's shouldn't just have, have to, to deal with those boners but, that but she created. No, but she does nothing but generate boners. She's a boner maker. She's a professional yeah. boner maker. Okay, <laughs> so she can deal with the consequences. Yeah, but she's also are... getting $2.7 million But the, play, the other t- people on the team don't get any money. Yeah, but still... Life's not fair! Would you, wouldn't you feel <laughs> stupid if you were in an arena and your team, which you're not even in the starting lineup that day, and there's 5,000 people screaming for you on the bench? Wouldn't that be stupid? Oh, there's Nancy Armour, of course, putting her. Nah, these guys deserve security. Men get security. When did this well, air? I mean, uh, I mean, that army of boners, though, they're paying. They're paying the price. They're paying the ticket price. I don't price. know that there's a. Is there admission to a gymnastics meet? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Really? No. No. Not no, really. Free? Not, it's I'd not a revenue shocked. sport. Yeah, I'd be shocked if there was. Okay, so they don't explain why all these people go. They they make no explanation whatsoever. But her Instagram explains it. All you have to do is look at her Instagram, and you'll see it is Boner City. Trudy, you're right. It's a boner army. She has a boner army. She really does. 
Bonami. <laughs> Eva Pilgrim is here with more. Good morning, Eva. Good morning, Robin. Enthusiastic fans. By sound Eva like Pilgrim's having a big rack day, I noticed. Not to see a gymnastics meet. I mean, she's a, a good reporter. Media superstar, <laughs> and it's creating a genuine security risk. A security risk. A boner army creates morning, a security LSU risk. This morning, stepping up security after this chaotic scene. Is it that chaotic, by the way? No, they're behind the line. Fans of LSU gymnasts and TikTok superstars. It's just that they all Olivia have boners Dunn and everyone knows it. They're about to blow a load in their own pants. Shouting. <laughs> disrupting wow. the routines of other athletes at a season opening what? meet at the University of Utah earlier so? this month. Dunn was not They'll competing for due to too, injury. Which LSU now forced to add new safety measures for its gymnastics team to ensure all of its athletes are protected. When we go on the road, we, we, we have security detail with us now, and, and um, we will be working to create a, a sort of a perimeter around what where we load and disembark load, on the bus. Dunn is the most followed college athlete on TikTok with more than 6.8 million followers. She's the highest the earning woman college in college athlete. sports. Under the NCAA's new name, the image, likeness rules, they act as if, like, yeah, she's just such a great performer that she earns all this money. No. They never point out that, no, she takes skanky pictures nonstop. There's a steady supply of boner-making pictures on her Instagram. That's a, all it is. She's not an athlete that is an influencer. She's an influencer who just happens to be on the gymnastics No, exactly. Team. She is, to yeah. her credit. That's I fine. Mean, I, good for her, It man. takes skill and a great body to get that many followers. Yeah. No problem. But with it that. has nothing to do with her gymnastics. Nobody is coming to see her, her of course do her not. routine. No. She's not. She hasn't even been in the last two meets, and she, there's still a, the boner oh. army has shown up at both of them. Why doesn't she just have an appearance at the other arena on a campus while they're doing their little gymnastics? And yeah, the gymnastics arena, go to the basketball arena and just do an appearance. Well, she should do what? What's that stupid like, she's con like, thing that the Dallas oh, yeah, yeah. Cameron was doing? Yeah, <laughs> man con or something what's that like stupid that. Stupid thing called. She could be the Pied Piper on. of boners and lead them away from the gymnastics uh, <laughs> event. To where? Uh, to right, another arena. They go. Play the rest of the story. I want to see if anyone brothel. mentions the boner army. She's in deals with Grubhub, Forever Twenty One, and Leaf Trading Cards. They're all pro because of gymnastics. They're all pro boner. Those three companies. Million dollars. Nice handstand to begin with. Her celebrity her. creating a conundrum for college sports. While professional stadiums and arenas and even college football and basketball venues have heavy security and crowd control, that is that not the case at all college sporting events. LSU is no one goes. Who cares? That's exactly what they should be doing. They've got a very famous young athlete, and you have to keep her safe. And you have to keep her teammates safe. Well, then she should Dunn stop creating so many boners on her Instagram. appreciates her fans, but asking them to please be respectful of the other gymnasts and the gymnastics community as we no, they're not are part, just they're part doing of the boner community. They're not part <laughs> of the gymnastics <laughs> community. They don't know anything. When's someone going to stand up for the boner community? Exactly. <laughs> to complete. Somebody needs to represent the boner army. So much. We're going to turn now to the nation's newest billionaire. Oh, this story about it, not to turn this into mystery science theater, just watching GMA. Great accents. I'm so glad the person that won the Mega Millions is from Maine on the oh. border of New Hampshire. Have, did you see this story? I did, yeah. The man on the street in this story. They don't even know who won. No, hit, hit play and just pot it up when you see the man on the street. I love his accent. And he's so excited that there's a billionaire in the area now. I know. So I was like, what do you get out of it? Now he's excited, though. I mean, that's I, the most action they've had excited? in Maine. You get nothing. Yeah, well, he gets, you know. 
It's uh, they have a celebrity now in Maine. That in the store that sold it gets a bunch. I swear to God, lottery stories. I have no interest no, ever, never, ever, ever. And when I see the winner, I go, "You're going to lose it all." I know how, but you're going to lose it all because they all do. I just my ears. You're going to blow it out your they... ass. Everyone that wins is like Lisa Marie Presley times ten. <laughs> well, they're going to marry Michael Lockwood, <laughs> possibly. You go ahead and throw it up there. It was a historic jackpot, and only one single ticket holder. Yeah, and a million poor people bought tickets for it. <laughs> from this Lots small of town, Lebanon, Maine. We're hoping that it's one of us locals, so that way, you know, it'd be a story we'll have forever, you know? That winning ticket that sold guy great. Don't you want to hang out with that? You can have the story forever, no matter where the fucking guy lives. Population of just about 7,000. We're a small community. We're a small store. We would just hope store. that uh, it's somebody... Somebody local. The $1.35 billion jackpot, the fourth largest in history, rolling over for three months, 25 yeah, yeah, yeah. unclaimed drawings works, until now. Just get back to the This is huge. <laughs> Even a million bucks would have been huge, you know. But to get that is, is phenomenal. Those he thinks a million is close to a billion. He thinks they're pretty close. <laughs> a very excitable person. I love him. 43. I think, I think that's all they have. What does he look like? Looks like somebody. He does look like somebody, Brandon. I, don't, I can't put my finger on it yet. I want to talk to that dude. That guy's great. Oh, Michael yeah. Myers. He's so excited. He does look like Michael Myers a little bit. Who? Mike. Michael Myers. Mike Myers? Michael Myers, the yeah. murderer, or Mike Myers, the actor? Um, um, yeah, a little bit of him <laughs> and a little bit of... Dude, what does Michael Myers, the murderer, look like? I was going to say Phil Margera. He looks like... Um, he does look like Phil Margera. Uh, he looks like uh, William Shatner. Halloween. Michael, and Michael, Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Is he wearing a mask? And yeah. Michael Moore. Michael Myers. It does and look Michael like Michael Moore. Moore. All mashed into one face. He's wearing a baseball hat. Yeah. And he's fat. Yeah. That's all you have to do to be look like Michael. Well, Moore? you gotta have a, an uncut <laughs> <Smell> beard. Very <laughs> 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 excited that a millionaire is around. Well, yeah. I guess there's not a lot to be excited about in that town, but okay. If he's excited, I'm happy such, for him. Such a dumb story. Okay, so uh, I've been getting these emails about, apparently Channel 4 is just up for grabs right now. Oh. Ever since Numb Nuts left, and Jason Carr had to call out Numb Nuts. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Get all been out of shape. Yeah, He's the worst person in the whole wide world, and then Jason Carr got blown out. By the way, has there any, been any news about Jason Carr? Anything? No. Mm-mm. No. So he's just quietly at home, apologizing? That's <laughs> <laughs> just... Car. Day drinking? To Taryn. I don't know. I, I don't know. She's I mean, at having work. Her, having her boo. Um, okay, Paul Gross. Okay, bye. Paul Gross oh, retired. Like Paul. Yeah, everybody likes Paul. Good Paul, dude. by the way, is a killer bowler. Maz and Paul Gross should have a bowl off. Gross. Really? Who would win? Who would you bet your money on? Because I know you bowled with Paul. Oh, boy. It'd be hard to bet against Paul. Maz talks some big numbers. I've never seen him bowl, though. But if Maz is getting 725 series, I'd have to bet on Maz. I like how, um, Although Paul could, maybe his average is higher. He used to average 200. Though. I bet you he's more consistent than Maz is. Probably. He, he used to be on our show, and uh, we'd ask him dipshit questions like, um, why do you tornado, why are tornadoes attracted to trailer parks? Good question. And he'd always have really solid answers. He was good at that. No, he was a great weather guy. He worked 40 <laughs> years, and it sounds like, according to the couple of emails I got, like mm, somehow he was kind of sort of forced to leave. Oh. Or asked to retire, or felt he had to retire, whatever. Well, when Kim Adams came back, I was like, you know, the, the very first promo had her pointing at a computer that, like, over Paul Gross's. Oh yeah, over, over showing him like, up. Like Paul doesn't show know his how to ass do. up. <laughs> no, Paul's like he. 
Paul's so nice, though, he wouldn't say anything. But Didn't during that big snow storm that ever happened, didn't they have like four weather people tossing it back and forth to each other? On oh, I don't know. I didn't. Like I Brandon Rue and Paul that Gross and well, one of the new guys and her. Paul is among the people that did not get that job, even though Kim's out having babies for all those years. <laughs> and Brandon Rue allegedly has been moved to weekends. What? Yeah, from mornings. So a lot of shakeups going on there. And finally, and I guess according to the email, I'm not quoting any of these people. They didn't say any of this. This is an outsider, allegedly, uh, that Sandra Ali quit. Oh. She's been there 13 years. I know. She's rock solid. She's done everything over there. Huh. So, and it sounded like she wasn't real happy with it either. Really? No, I don't know. I'm just saying, this is just well, something there, I got. Maybe we should check the buzz board. There's a new TV entity that is about to go on. That's true. Yeah, so, maybe they're all, although CBS? allegedly, according to Radio Buzz Board, um, they weren't hiring people from in the market. But I don't know. I did hear their their lineup, and it didn't sound like anybody we knew. Oh, Do you we have to? Where'd you hear their lineup? Um, I don't know where I read that, but there were a couple of people, and it did not look like you know anyone we were. F- Do we have to have people we're familiar with? No, or, we or don't. We can't like them. We don't. Okay, <laughs> I just got another piece of the story that I remembered. Jason Colthorpe is now on in the mornings. Yeah, get up and go with um, embarrassing. She's been there forever. Uh, beautiful. Right, yeah. She was married to Data the football player. Oakland Raiders football, uh, Derek Walker, Rhonda Walker. Rhonda Walker. Oh. Yeah, Jason Colder was is now anchoring with her, which I think, did that, was that what knocked Brandon to the weekends? No, because he... wasn't he, the host. He was wasn't, he? no, he was... So who was the host, Numb Nuts? <laughs> I thought he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. And then there were interim people. Okay, and... and uh, oh, it's called Get Up and Go. It's got a new name. I've got to watch Get Up and Go. <laughs> Who named yeah. the show Get Up and Go? <laughs> Whoever you are, stop it. <laughs> Who will ever call it that? Uh, I guess they will. So Let's is this going to be challenging like the nine? Let's see if Radio Buzzboard is as mean to Channel 4 as they are to us. <laughs> I know Jason Coldover's been co-anchoring this week with Rhonda. Is this a trial? They don't have much chemistry in my opinion, but I think Jason and Sandra Ollie would make a great morning team. Christian McDonald could take over the 530 with Karen. I'm not sure I could see D.I.V. moving Rhonda off the morning show. She's been kind of an institution there for a number of years. That's what I believe there's a short time she anchored early evenings. Buzzboard says, get up and go. Promo has Jason Colthorpe anchoring with Rhonda Walker. Ashley Barrissey will be doing weather. Nick Monticelli remains as the primary morning reporter, and they hired Darnell Blackburn as the new crime and traffic reporter. He'll work with Tim DeGilio. But then the next guy says, One more reason not to watch Channel 4 News! (laughs) (laughs) There's always an asshole in the party at the buzz board. board. Like they're watching that show anyway. (laughs) I know. As if. Paul Gross retiring. Let's see if there's any inside in here. These people are alleged to be insiders. Why is everyone wishing him the best? Nobody wishes us the best. <laughs> By the way, is Ledup breaking anything in his new studio? What do you mean breaking? Oh, he like broke all kinds breaking? of shit here, yeah. There's things are broken there, yeah. Better be breaking stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did he break the railing? Uh, no. Things are breaking, though. Did he break things the two break. lights in the front of the... Did he break them? Was uh, the they broke? I don't know, maybe. But I, it's been fixed, <laughs> Everything's fine. That's not the point. Uh, I will say his break rate here was higher, yes. Well, that's bullshit. Because no, it wasn't his. 
Why does he break? Why does he break less no. of? Uh, no, no. The thing that broke. The thing that broke stuff. was accidental, and it wasn't Grace's stuff. It was the show's stuff. So it's all right. He fixes stuff there, man. He's the handyman for fix anything American here. Coney Island. <laughs> well, you don't give him health care. I don't. <laughs> Grace gives him health care. Yeah, he works. He works for oh, American that's Coney right. Island as well. Well, uh-huh. we set up his show here. We helped him get advertisers. I understand why he breaks things here and not there. If he broke things there, I would say it's okay. He just respects her more than you, obviously. <laughs> why is the buzzboard not on these stories? Uh, start your own thread. Like, hmm, is the news drought at CBS 62 about to come to an end? Wait, what? What was that one? Is the news drought at CBS 62 about to come to an end? Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah, well, Where do you see the lineup, Trudy? Pu- that's public. Um, yeah, that's not... That's, uh, do not, for the life of me, remember. Oh, it might have been on um, one of my email, like uh, Radio Inc. or one of those. Oh, yeah. you're kind of an insider, Trudy. It's the worst kept <laughs> secret since 105.1 going to sports. Yeah. They have the uh, thread, the, the Bally Sports is not bringing back Jack Morris. What? Oh, what? Are yeah. you kidding? No, Simo's Because he said, very carefully. <laughs> Just for that, he's done. I'm never watching it again. I won't watch the Tigers ever. You be better careful. One more reason not to watch the Bally Sports. You better be better careful. Really? That's a career ender. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. Otani? Well, folks, uh, Shohei Otani is coming to the plate, oh, geez, and uh, it's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely <laughs> apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Shohei Otani. I did not intend for any offensive thing, and I apologize if I did certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy. And he wasn't even mad. A deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Oh, oh Castellanos had a home runner? Yep. <laughs> Otani was not mad. No. no. He wasn't mad at all. No, he doesn't care. Stupidity. I don't know if that's the reason why they're not bringing Jack, but... Uh, uh, was that last year when that happened? Yeah, yeah. Craig Monroe is going to be stepping up and doing more. Simo. Hmm. Oh, that's really silly. Hmm. I should have mentioned this when you, Charlie came up. Charlie breaking shit. <laughs> Andiamo Celebrity Showroom is excited to announce Detroit's own Richard Wershey Jr., or as most know him, White Boy Rick, will be joining Charlie LaDuff on stage for a one-on-one event to tell the fascinating story of his life before, during, and after prison. Rick was a former American American drug trafficker. Is that how he's listed on the internet? Yeah, I think American it is. American drug actually. trafficker, which led to his arrest at age 17. White Boy real story will be taking place at the Andiano Showroom in Warren, Michigan, Saturday, March 18th. Okay, so that's a couple months away. Mm-hmm. Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Charlie Duff will moderate this incredible live event with a no. This interview is no holds barred. Uh, no, no, no. If you have, there are no. Are you sure there's not any holds that are barred? No. If you have bards, they're not being held. There's I don't. No I don't even under, I've never understood me. that. Makes no that sense. Phrase. I think Charlie's holding a bar too. No, no, no. Tells an amazing true story. His members will now have the chance to listen to this amazing story from Rick's point of view. We're able to ask questions during the evening. Boy, a lot of people want to ask him questions, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Ask about Gil Hill. Um, he will. <laughs> he will, absolutely will. I've heard some of uh, the previous comment. Uh, you know, they've had conversations already. 
Tickets can be purchased at www.andiamoshowroom.com on Ticketmaster or by calling the Andiamo box office at 586-268-3200. Show tickets $59, $45, $25. Meet and greet packages for 100 bucks. Do you get to meet Charlie, too, or just Rick? Uh, that's a great question. I think it's uh, definitely Rick. That's, uh, you know, that's kind of thing. He could take that on the road, I would think. I think that Rick would be, could? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Charlie and Rick. We're probably supposed, do a tour of that. We're supposed to talk to Rick this week, too. I mean, too. podcasts can tour the country. And, and Rick's kind of like, well, uh, I don't know what they want to ask me. I mean, that's why I'm doing this show, which I kind of get. Yeah. But, you know, hmm. he's out of prison. Now, last time we talked to him, he was locked up. Do you remember the one thing that stood out from that conversation? That he had wanted Bieber to play him in a movie? Oh, that too. Yeah. No, I, w- I was thinking of when he saw uh, Kilpatrick. In jail. Oh, yeah. Who, they only crossed paths really quick because, um, was it a state uh, a state prison as opposed to federal? Uh, but his comment about Kwame is that he just didn't get it. <laughs> no, he doesn't Because he thought it. he would be out in you know, any time, which is kind of insulting how quick Kwame gets out, and yet here's Rick Ugh. forever after every mandatory minimum was thrown out of the window. What's that name of that guy that's going to be really pissed that we're talking about White Boy Rick? Oh, Michael oh, Tom. Tom um, yeah, because all we talk about, he started the all you talk shit. about. All he they was talk the one about that kept Wipe putting it in every single. He would Thomas Fiorini. Is Thomas that right? That's, him, yep. That's right. <laughs> Thomas Fiorini. Yeah. Well, there's I. I was looking at the comments because the Detroit News wrote an article because it was just announced today that Rick's doing this with Charlie, and of course, right off the bat, it's celebrating a convicted drug dealer. Inappropriate. <laughs> God. <laughs> know a little bit more about the story. <laughs> um, Robert Snell did a story on Friday about the feds are fighting Kilpatrick, who wants his, yeah. his supervision. He wants to be unsupervised because he's supposed to have years of supervision. And they're like, no, no fucking way. He's a slimy weasel and he needs to be supervised. Mm-hmm. And of course, they mentioned this. This scam of his where he's demanding that his his parishioners buy him an $880,000 house. And they're like, no, no, no. He cannot raise money that way. That's our money. And they went to take the money out of the GoFundMe, and he'd already drained it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, he, he's one step ahead of everybody when it comes to money and moving it and hiding it. Kilpatrick argues he's not a threat to the community has been rehabilitated, and is complying with supervision, but needs to be free to travel and earn a living as a speaker and pastor. Oh, what, but he's so full of shit. He's paid his restitution, he says. No, he has not. Yeah, huh? A well, part of it. Uh, nuh uh. Well, part of it. Part I mean, the, of it, but yeah, with, part. with Bobby Ferguson's sure. money, yeah. which, you know, um, I'm glad Michael explained that. Yeah. I still think it's bullshit. It's total bullshit, but in the eyes of the law. So that's acknowledging right. that he helped Bobby Ferguson steal that money. Yeah. Well, now, I mean. one of the main things they mentioned in this story, which is so rare, I was so delighted to read this, is that the feds are livid that he is unapologetic. Yep. That he's never acknowledged his crimes, he's never apologized for them, and if you remember when he when he got out, he didn't apologize. And a lot of people said, he shouldn't apologize! What'd you apologize for? But Kilpatrick, who doesn't lie about anything, said he did apologize, so... Oh, he's such a fucking liar. You know what? He has apologized a couple times, and then he immediately takes it back. Yeah. I didn't do anything. I didn't take any money. I had an affair, and that's it. No, and I... But he takes blame for the affair. That's about it. You all dove in with both feet head first. I feel like he... um, 
feel like he thinks he is absolved of what he did because he got let out early. <laughs> like that proves that he didn't do anything wrong. So what do I have to apologize because for? Because Carmanos has so much money, he's absolved. That's exactly why. That's Prosecutors. Why he's out. Love and lust. Love and lust. That was Christine a great song. Beattie writes, Can I just come and lay down in your room until you get back? <laughs> Kilpatrick responds, Yes. The next morning, <laughs> Kilpatrick, they were right outside the door, referring to the mayor's bodyguards. They had to have heard everything. Beatty. So we are officially busted. Ha uh-huh. ha. The mayor. Ha <laughs> ha. Damn that. Never busted. Busted is what you see. Never uh-huh. busted. Beatty. Ha <laughs> ha. Damn. So they have to walk in before you can see Busted. Ha ha. The mayor? Hell yeah. Walk in. Last night when I was laying on your shoulder in the car and you held my face and sang whatever song it was, that felt so good. It was just one of those little moments when you just made me fall some more. Hell, I'm feeling like I want another night, like the most recent Saturday at the Residence Inn. You made me feel <laughs> so damn good that night. The mayor responds, Hell yeah. I feel that we can do that in West Virginia and just relax together. I need you so bad. I want to wake up in the morning and, and you, you are there. there. Make it happen. <laughs> Love you. I've been dreaming all day about having you all to myself for three days. Relaxing, laughing, talking, sleeping, and, and making, making love. love. Hell yeah. May 5th. 2003, the mayor writes, that's the first time that I couldn't fully seduce you. My game is off. Ha ha. Damn that. Thanks for the conversation and the QT. Love you. Beatty responds, ha ha, your game is way on, baby. You had me at hello. Jerry Maguire. I love Christine Beatty. Ha ha. I just didn't want to get caught. Hell yeah. Love and lust. Love and lust. Hell yeah. Love and lust. Well, they do a lot of ha haing, don't they? Ha. Yeah. Why is everything so fucking funny? Because they're getting away with it. That's why. It's that funny. The new Kwame Kilpatrick is full of surprises. <laughs> no, he's ha, not. Ha. No, he's not. The new Kwame Kilpatrick ha, ha. is doing the same fucking thing yeah, he's always He's done. as full of shit Ripping as ever. people off. I yeah. love that prosecutors in the document put the word pastor in quotation marks and ha. said, <laughs> such a job is rife with opportunities for fraud and abuse. <laughs> That's great. It is the perfect gig for him. Kilpatrick's continued lack of remorse and denial of guilt and responsibility counsel in favor of continuing his supervised release. God, I wonder who's representing him. Somebody's probably paying for somebody to represent him. I'm sure the comments express a lot of confidence in him. I was so angry at Channel 2 and 4 and 7 and Free Press and and the reporters. But not myself. It's everybody's fault, but mine. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. Weasel. He's such a weasel. He's a total weasel. But he's been doing it forever, man. I wonder what his mom is up to now. She lost her gig because of him. What's Beatty up to? What happened to her? She was in Atlanta last I heard. Oh, she was actually oh. She was actually paying her restitution. Yeah. <laughs> well, she didn't have as much, what but she was actually paying it. <laughs> That's a good point, Trini. What an idiot. <laughs> Don't pay it back. Just let Kwame handle it. Mm, mm, mm. Right. What I was going to mention was uh, somebody sent me this. Anybody watch the Dave Smith show? He's a comedian. What? No, never heard of him. He's got a lot of followers. Uh, I mean, I want to say it's like 100,000 or something, but um, he's, let's see, what's the name of it? 
Uh, oh, okay. The guy? title of the show? No, he's a national guy. He's a comedian, but he does a lot of he does a lot of commentary okay. that isn't necessarily designed to be hysterical. But he and a guy named Robbie Bernstein mm-hmm. did a show called. Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson is astronomically wrong. (laughs) And two people sent it to me. And so when I got it the second time, I was like, what is this about? It was about COVID. And so I watched it. I thought it was a really good show. Um, And Neil deGrasse Tyson was on, I don't know whose show he was on, but they were kind of calling Everybody's show. Everybody always has that. You guys kind of fucked up a few things here. And and Neil deGrasse was saying, we have a societal contract, you know, to take the vaccine. And I think basically what these people are talking about and what I 100% agree with is it's time to get off the asses of the people that didn't get vaccinated because they were right about a lot of stuff and you were wrong about a lot of stuff. And I don't know why these people are still fired. Uh, Some of them have won in court already. Uh, I just expect there's just going to be more and more cases. Um, But... Anyway, it was it was a very enlightening show. I agreed with almost everything they said. And they sounded pretty pretty well schooled on it too. And and I know now that um, this was a big story over the weekend. Omicron subvariant possibly more likely to infect the vaccinated, which, you know, is entirely new and, you know, nobody could have seen it coming, but it's just all very interesting. And then also side effects are being investigated now. And The way this is worded was very intriguing because the CDC says, we don't believe there's anything to it, but the numbers are so high that we have to investigate it. We think it's like, in other words, they're saying, we think it's just a coincidence, but the numbers are significant, so therefore we're going to investigate it. It's called the Omicron. But going back to, you know, the Johnson, look at the Johnson and Johnson. Wasn't that just deemed no good? (laughs) Didn't they just say, you know what, this one's not so good? There are... Like quite a few people who got it. Oh, yeah. I got it. Oh, yeah. But remember, they the took Johnson it off the market. Johnson. Uh-huh. So, you know, they, were, they had a few things wrong. And, and Neil deGrasse Tyson, for him to just go out there and act like, oh, nothing to see here. Was, I, I really I, I enjoyed watching Dave. And I, I really don't even know who Dave is. It's funny. I've gotten familiar with so many more <laughs> people in this world. And it's, it's insane. Just the world of... Um, just the world of Carl. I mean, Brandon, you're in there, that world. And a lot. it's just stupid that I'm in this world. It cracks me up because a lot of other people from our show now are watching those shows like WATP and Shuli and um, who else? Misery Loves Company. And um, what cracks me up is those guys have beefs going on all the time. It's like, why did, why did we not have beefs? They seem to live off beefs. You had every opportunity back in the Rift days. I just don't think that, that was beefs. your route. They weren't. No, no. It, well, you're right. You didn't. Right. You never responded to Howard when he came in, and he went nuts. And no, but we did have beefs with people, but they weren't, <laughs> weren't quite as brutal. Nugent. <laughs> yeah, we had a little beef with Ted. Um, no, but they they have a they constantly have a beef. There's always a beef going on amongst those shows. It's kind of funny, um, and I think they they really live on. It. And I'm trying to think what was the one that was sent to me over the weekend. It was. Um, oh, it was Anthony's partner, Dave, who we've had on, Dave Landau, the yeah. comedian, who's great. But uh, he had a beef with <laughs> Kevin Brennan, I think because Kevin was pissed because Dave got the job with Anthony and Kevin worked at Compound Media. But anyway, it's like, oh, my God, how does anyone keep track of all these beefs? We need beefs. But I, I don't think it was beefing. Maybe it's, maybe it's more of a Northeastern thing. 
Because they live off beefs. I swear. They always have a beef. Stop saying beef. (laughs) I know. The word is so stupid. Where's the beef? But honestly, every time someone sends me something, it's always like, so-and-so's beef with so-and-so. Where's the beef? Uh, Let me come up there and put my beef in your taco. They're rather amusing. They just get a little, maybe a little blown out of proportion. We we should start a beef. Don't... uh, we'll see if we we could probably get a beef going. No, we had one with the Robinettes, but it fizzled out. That's true. Oh, we won one side of beef. Yeah. Didn't it kind of have a beef with Mel for a while? Or Mel? Uh, yeah, that was a one side of beef too. Yeah, I think Mel had a beef with us, but now it's all it's hunky dory. We're back in Mel's good graces. Cool with, uh, with Mel. Sounds like you're starting a beef with Laduff for breaking stuff. No, that's a one side of beef too. What's his side of the beef that he should be allowed that to break? He didn't, shit? Bre- he didn't break stuff. <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> Got yeah. the prescription for you. Another hot beef injection. Beef. You're right. That could have been a much bigger beef. We could have blown that beef up. <laughs> blown um, that beef up. Gross. But all those, <laughs> all those people are doing the same I'm saying thing. Beef. Um, anyway, all right. So I guess we'll have to wait for uh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> Another day. So I don't have any copy for Ghost Budsters. Oh, I'll Christina do my research. Oh, I didn't. Uh, Christina's selling a house in my neighborhood. Actually, she is. A couple of them. Yeah. Christina is all over the I place. She's... And she's got a killer team at KW Domain. They have so many listings. Yeah. Uh, she got two in your neighborhood? I've seen a couple. Yeah. Well, they're all over Definitely. Oakland County. Mm-hmm. And she's been doing it a long time. She's built up quite a clientele and a, quite a team at KW. And there are a lot of great teams at KW because they sell a lot of real estate and they move a lot. So if you're thinking about moving, you have a question about moving, listing your house, anything like that, call or text Christina. You know, if it doesn't end up being something, it doesn't necessarily mean she isn't happy to know you and to make a connection. 248-550-4788. Or go to soldchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate. You can look at her. Uh, website if you want, or just uh, just text her or call her, 248-550-4788. And, of course, we're uh, always in the deals in the D.com studios. And the Hall Financial uh, Debt Consolidation Program continues as people getting their credit card debt. Uh, all those bills from Christmas, and maybe you can only pay minimums or less than the entire thing, which means you're subjected to ridiculous interest rates because they're absolutely crazy they must be in the 20s i would imagine on credit cards they gotta be right interest rates yeah going up higher than that that's insane i i can't believe it's legal honestly when you read about some people's financial problems and kind of interest rates it blows your mind if you (laughs) poor lisa marie well she's dead now she doesn't have to worry about about it that's true Get the money you need now with a cash-out refi from Hall Financial, or just call and ask if it makes sense. And believe me, you know Bentley and I talk about a lot of scenarios, and they have a lot of great ideas over there at Hall Financial. Dial 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe we can reach John Bobby. Can't promise anything. <laughs> Unlikely. But, but there's likely maybe to be more developments with Damar. And, uh, maybe he's still filing his story. Maybe yeah, he's waiting know. for the, the Cowboy Buccaneer game so we can have a full wrap of the playoff. I, I, I swear, I, think, I know he watched the game. His Facebook is full of DeMar <laughs> and the Bills. He is so into the Bills. That was a good game. Yeah, what, that was a great game. It's ridiculous that um, Miami was even close. I would say, I thought the Miami quarterback on the sermon, I didn't think he played that bad. He had a lot of passes dropped. Yeah, wow. I mean, he must have dropped seven or eight passes. It was wild. That could be because of him, too, though. I don't know if they're in your hands. Actually, the last play was dropped. Anyway, everybody have a good one. We'll see ya.
You won the game ball every day.